audio okay. is now being recorded. We're, we're... Wait, wait, you're, you're doing what? Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to make sure everybody could hear you saying the N-word repeatedly. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's my favorite, that's my favorite word uh, since I moved to what I was told is the most racist city in America, which I yeah. doubt. I doubt that immensely. I don't know where that number comes from. Yeah, that, that, that seems there was uh, no number attached. I mean that that's a pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard R for sure. Oh, it's a hard bar to, to beat, is what I was gonna say. But you, yeah. you went hard R with it, I guess. I, I most did. racist I did. city. Yeah, it's gotta be. I mean, sorry, it's obvious though, but it has to be in the south, right? Like it can't be Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's almost certainly in the south. Has to be. Does it just mean it's the most like redlined, maybe? Because like they didn't even allow like no, because I, I, yeah. I remember reading about redlining and uh it was like uh, somewhere in Minnesota is like the most redlined place, I think. Well, I mean that that's that just sounds like the whole Midwest is is yeah. a bit like that, right? I mean Chicago is definitely like it. I imagine that I don't I know Milwaukee's like it. Like it's it's really it's really interesting. Um <laughs> I'm going to send you some like audio dampening stuff. I mean, I'm just, I'm gonna. So, what my plan is at this point is you're just gonna send me the specs for your setup. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm just gonna build it. I, th I think you'll still need something to dampen the audio because you've got a, a oh, wood yeah. floor. Yeah, it's echoey shit, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, a little bit but, uh, it's not it's not first the tbrd episode echoey but we don't sound like gods yeah. <laughs> uh, but the uh one of the things about milwaukee that i always like kind of forget until i come out is uh per, per the racism thing is that you know every city has different like ethnic zones etc um uh, but like in in like California, usually you, you see, this is where more Mexicans live. And this is where little Italy is. And that's kind of like the ethnic zoning that you see. And then everything is kind of dispersed. Yeah. But in, in Milwaukee, it's straight up like, that's the black neighborhood. <laughs> that's it. Like that, you know, uh, so everything is really precisely delineated because again, it's, it's like there were red lines built around things, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Um... I'm going to urinate real quick, um, which is, Michael. I forgot to do that before I started. You can't keep doing With, this. Without John, I'm, I'm, I'm a rudderless ship. I've got to do all these clickings myself. Keep getting away with this. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right. I'll, I'll keep him busy. Yeah. Hey, listeners. That's what I used to say when I was doing my little lectures for the workshop. Which will return now because I don't trust people to receive a bunch of readings about fascism without uh, context. So, um, because here's here's a, a great pitch, I'm sure. We're not just going to be reading a whole bunch of things critiquing fascism. We're going to be reading straight up fascist shit also, uh, be it Ezra Pound or people who are somehow even worse. So uh, if you want to be real edgy uh, and simultaneously complain about really edgy people, uh, come to the workshop. Uh, we're starting this week, not with the fascism part, but with the uh, erotic ooh, workshop, which is less and more horny than you might expect. 
Um, we're not all just writing porn, nor are we necessarily reading it. Uh, we're reading things that are far more nuanced. Um, but with that nuance comes some nuance, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, that's being led by Laura Nicholson, who is phenomenal. They are uh, very intelligent, very charming. Uh, and um, yeah, so they're starting off this first uh, session on uh, Saturday, so tomorrow, uh, with the Eros thing for our Eros Thanatos uh, situation, which is how we're binding up uh, the uh, <laughs> binding up the concept of uh, eroticism with the concept of uh, of fascism. So that begins uh, uh, tomorrow with uh, with them, and then we'll be diving straight into fascism the week after. Uh, I'm still deciding on which reading we start with because that's going to, uh, again, contextualize everything. Um, but uh, yeah, as, but, but full circle, I will be doing lectures again because uh, I need to, or else you people will, uh, you know, become fascists. They will I don't trust them. kill you. Well, also, well, yeah, that's going to be part of the fascist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, all of those fascist movements against uh, a Protestant, German, Irish mixed Americans. <laughs> you know, there were Irish slaves, Michael. <laughs> I do know about that. Uh, cool, man. That's great. Yeah, that's all I got. I, I had to talk while you were gone, so. Yeah, because you can't shut the it. fuck up. Well, I'm, I'm sorry I said that. That was. I'm just very lonely. That was a little bit... Uh, you know, that was a little bit rude. Yeah. Oh, why? Because you moved away from me. Yeah. And we used to spend yeah, so why. much time together on Friday nights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we used to. We used to, Well, I, I don't know because that's that's pretty good because we used to spend anywhere between um three no no let's say four four and eighteen hours a week together which is pretty good yeah. That's, yeah. that's more than I spend with a lot of people, including yeah. some who claim to love me. That's that's more time than I spend with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm the future's so dark, kids. So lonely. <laughs> the thing that really sucks is I don't mind anymore i'm gonna eat the bug and i'm gonna be in my cube I mean, yeah and anyone who's talked to me for any amount of time knows that i'm like ready to fucking pop into the woods so yeah i, I mean i i um i went on a date yesterday and decided i don't want to do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> Shit, no. Like I've I've done enough. <laughs> this is yeah. fun. Well, that's yeah. good, man. Um, I mean, it's just dying. about time to start. Oh. To... Are you making another death threat, man? I can't handle it. <laughs> Not a death threat, like uh, a, just a no. a dying threat. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. can't stop that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna happen, everyone. I mean, that, that was that was one of the. Uh, no, I'm not going to get too serious right here. That's... No, don't don't real post on the podcast, bro. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I was actually I was I was having drinks with a friend, Maxwell Cody from the uh, oh. Schizotopia podcast. Yes. Um, uh, fuck, like a month ago now, uh, because time is scary. It feels way longer ago, but also not as long because yeah. everything feels like that now. Uh, but I was talking about. Um, 
the way to balance uh, being on a podcast and being a podcaster, uh, because we talk about some things that are important. We do. Uh, but if you treat them too importantly, uh, nobody cares. You're a guy, right? You, like you become a guy with a podcast. Yeah. At that moment, and that's awful. But if you don't treat them with any amount of respect, <laughs> it's like redlining and fucking like voting rights. Am I right? What kind yeah, of bullshit is that? Stupid. Only dumb idiots care about that stuff. So it's it's it can be a little tricky. Um, yeah. Which is uh, why I, I I edge towards real posting. You're edging. You know? <laughs> I edge constantly. Anyone that knows me knows I'm an edger. I'm an edge lord. <laughs> I'm an edger ten. You just get a message. No, I. Uh, the the stream has started, but we're not live yet, so you can still say the n word to everybody. Wait, but aren't we aren't we on audio? No, I. It's it's complicated, and this is why I kept on having the issue with starting because I would hit the start stream button. But that doesn't mean that we're actually live or anything. That just means Wait, so but but this is still being recorded and put onto like the, the, the sound audio. Yeah, stuff. the audio only. Okay. Because yeah. I was about to say I've I've been in I've been in uh podcast dude mode for a couple minutes. What a fucking is, waste. This is all this is all recorded in some way. That's good. Don't That's worry. Good. Yeah. Every, everybody um, knows mean, you're dumb still. <laughs> Well, you could. Good. Well, no, I mean, it's it's one of those things where uh, part of the parasocial relationship is that, um, uh, and, and something people should be aware of, which I just kind of gave away right there, which is that um, it, this is almost what I'm like, right? Yeah. Which is kind of true of you as well, right? For I mean, sure. you seem more like you, maybe, than I think I seem, uh, but I, I, I don't know. No one knows what they look like to other people. Are you the um, real me? Am I the real you? But but there's definitely like a, a lot of performance involved in being like, oh, this is not just down to your like affect, but but yeah. down to the type of shit you say. Even right. just people need to remember that so um, the the shit you say and don't say which are all the slurs we usually use. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's almost true. Almost true. Yeah, because I say the F word constantly. Man, that's a, not a thing you should admit, that the fuck word that comes out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fuck word comes out of your mouth. <laughs> all right. guy. Uh, oh, we got two. My God. Fucking time, man. You're so eager to get this started and gone. <laughs> I've become, I'm excited. I've become I, overwhelming. I got a little bit of jitters though because I'm like running everything by myself uh, for, for the first time in a little while you got this I mean the, the comforting thing is you know unless you have like a uh, the the whole like death drive thing kick in that you're, you're you probably won't click on porn <laughs> probably not <laughs> What was it? It was like uh, John was just looking up like Russian orgies. Yeah, it was. Yeah, right, right. It was. Um, it was Catherine orgy. Yeah, Catherine orgies. Yeah, <laughs> that rules. What a guy. Miss him. Wish, wish he was here today. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I miss him, but he's dead now. 
Yeah. <laughs> April Fools. Yeah. April Fools. Um, yeah. But which I will actually have to announce something once we no, okay. get on to air. Well, um, shit. But uh, I mean, I, I do have, you know, like uh, really just going to be me selling the, the um, workshop again. But uh, I have to do it every 30 minutes or my head explodes. I'm that mean guy. Yeah. The kid in class. Yeah. When, when uh, the Patreon guy doesn't mention his Patreon for more yeah. than 30 minutes. When, 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 when 30 minutes go by and you haven't mentioned Lincoln Bio. <laughs> Uh, Who's this Lincoln uh, Bio? Uh, it's uh, it's seven thirty. I'm going to hit the go live button and and start the uh, the intro music. And three, brother, two, uno. And I got some audio myself. Hello and welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon episode 85. It is the uh, 1st of April 2022. I am your host the jokey michael deebs i am joined as always by the fool danko suvin from the instagram handle at dink deluz uh we are sadly not joined today by uh john the producer who has better things to do on a friday night apparently um i mean he's literally dead now <laughs> yeah that is <laughs> better thing to, to do, do like being buried <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a joke april fools everybody we got you um, april fools cool so uh we we took a week off we're we're back from um, two weeks off did we take two weeks off we took two weeks off well like it's been two weeks but we only missed one episode no we missed two episodes did we really yeah because because we i don't think we did man Oh no, I just did that for the workshop. Yeah. We missed two for the workshop. Yeah. Which by the way, yeah, patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Not gonna do it anyway. I started taking a drink because I you. thought you were actually gonna do it. Never mind. Absolutely not. Um, I would I would not do that. You think I'm that kind we, of person? We took a week off to drive you to Do you care if people know? They can know the city, yeah. Um do you remember the city? Israel. <laughs> it's funnier if you forgot the city. No, we we took you to Israel. Um, yeah, because it, it is real. <laughs> no, uh, we we uh, we we moved you to Milwaukee. Um, <laughs> Dairy joke. Yeah. Dairy joke. Very uh, good. It's, it's uh, April Fool's Day, so you know you gotta you gotta get the jokes in where you can. Um, now we we moved you till to uh, to Milwaukee. Um, and uh, I, I will probably never be able to say that the right way again now that I've, that I've put in my head milk wonky. Um, That's for the best. Yeah. Um, we we drove quite a distance. What well, what was it all together? Probably like 34 um, hours of driving, somewhere around there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was probably about 2,400 miles. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, probably 34 to 36 hours of driving. Yeah. yeah. 
what what did we learn about ourselves on this trip uh we can't be trusted with our own voices or minds (laughs) (laughs) that was the primary thing (laughs) somewhere very early on in the trip we realized that we're both uh people with broken brains and just monstrous people yeah uh, but we realize that every takes, time we're in the car. Yeah, it only takes us about an hour before we become evil people in the car. That used to be true, but this time it was... 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 30 yeah. minutes and we're evil people. Um, we we're evil adapted. We uh, really good songs. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah we did. Um, yeah, like, um, we, what, uh, what was your favorite? I think Lot Lizard was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the lot lizard. Lot, lot lizard uh, to to the theme or to the tune of um, hot blooded. Um, I'm a lot lizard. Can't you see? I suck your dick for a bucko three. <laughs> I sang that for probably like a, a an embarrassing amount of time. Um, we respect sex workers. Yeah, we do respect sex workers, but you know. And the, the use them as just frequently funny. as possible. Yeah. <laughs> we like lizards too. You know, yeah. it's a Sex sex workers respect. and lizards, both friends of mine. I actually do think yeah. lizards are very cool. And sex workers. Lizards are cool. What's your favorite kind of lizard? Um fuck man, that's a hard one. Uh <laughs> there's only one there there's one and a half right answers. Uh, I mean geckos are pretty cool. Yeah, they're cool. Um I think chameleons are also pretty cool. What's what's yeah. the right answer? I mean, you you you've apparently got it locked in your head that there's a right answer yeah. to this. Well, of, of course I do. Were you ever a young man <laughs> or a child, perhaps a young boy, even a young girl? <laughs> they all know the answer. I, I was a I was a young NB actually. That's fair. Well, th- also also they they know. Yeah, it's a Komodo dragon. Oh yeah, those are pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, or a Gia monster. I, you know, I'm I'm not a huge fan of. I actually think. What's funny is I don't like those very much either. I mean, it's cool that they're poisonous. I, I used to have a lot of T-shirts with dinosaurs on. Those are cool lizards. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, those don't count. Those are lizard bird monsters. My, my favorite one was uh, was an iguanodon that was surfing. Oh, yeah. I don't know the context for why it was surfing, but there's never context on those. That's why they rule. Yeah, that was that was you like know, peak like... '90s kid shirt. Dude, I'm I I am not very pro nostalgia. In fact, I'm kind of anti-nostalgia in a lot of ways. Uh because I'm Mark Fisher in yeah. a Don ass body. Right. Um yeah, I I'm just I've expanded Mark Fisher. I I'm no longer three feet tall. Um <laughs> but um but I the one thing we need to bring back from the nineties is dope kid shirts. I yeah, whole wholeheartedly yeah. wholeheartedly agree. Jesus, that was hard yeah. to say. That's okay. Um, we're both we're both already there. Yeah. This is gonna be a nightmare. Uh, pod someone for named Carly Renee in the comments says Lixards suck. Um I, I think she Renee. missed the Z when she was typing that out, but uh man. <laughs> What a odious person to say such a thing. <laughs> well, is it like, is it, is it Lixards suck like, like hacksaws kind of? Is it that application of the X? It, or? it might be. I mean, yeah. X can also Her. make the Z sound. So, 
I guess. Oh, that's true. Technically, maybe they just like jungle music. <laughs> like everyone uh, who engages with us. Um, <laughs> My favorite thing about about the jungle music thing is I'm pretty sure half of the people that joke about it wouldn't oh, no, know what jungle music sounded like. <laughs> sure, yeah, I, I have <laughs> which no is funny idea. because it all sound it all sounds exactly the same. Yeah, no doubt. There's only one jungle sound. Um, yeah. yeah, which is drums and hooting and hollering right i don't know man. no it's it's literally just um and break with oh. in, in different ways <laughs> it's really fun yeah <laughs> we love the and break um so i watched a movie recently what movie did you watch i've been watching so many movies i could have watched a movie with you i i i told you in the one of the group chats we're in which movie i was gonna watch oh what was it uh a little something called moonfall i don't remember you saying this at all well that's unfortunate um i actually <laughs> i actually just watched it right before the podcast because i remembered i needed to watch it for the movie review i got moonfall. wrapped up the other day when i meant to watch it i'll um, give i'll give some reviews after this i've been watching so many movies because i'm lonely uh there are not a lot of movies that i call a dog's ass of a movie. Really? You didn't like this one either? <laughs> no, it's fucking garbage, man. What's it? Did it? Yeah, I, I don't know anything about this. I haven't seen so a trailer I, I for it. I don't do any spoilers because, I mean, first off, does the moon fall? God, yeah, God help you if you if you think any spoilers in this movie are gonna ruin something. <laughs> but, oh, so you are gonna do spoilers? No, 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 no. I'm not gonna do spoilers. There, there are some twists. Um. Uh, Mike, does the moon fall? The moon does fall. That that's not the twist. Okay, that's the only. Does it like fall around the planet? There's that... there's, there's forces behind it. Um, oh, that sucks. And a whole backstory. Why, why, why are there always forces behind things? I don't know, man. Um, this might be what, like a Lovecraftian cosmic nightmare where sometimes the moon falls and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been way cooler. Uh, <clears throat> So anyways, um, mm -hmm. uh, Moonfall is, a, we, we've seen lots of movies where, um, the premise movies. is, the premise is, uh, what if normal benign thing is actually evil, right? Oh, um, is the moon evil? The moon is evil. Uh, oh, God damn it. Yeah. Is it full of bugs or something? That would be kind of fun. Pretty close. Uh, again, okay. I'm, well, I'm trying to stay fun. away from, from hard spoilers. But, I mean, Why? That, well, that, that, there, that's do you want people to watch hard. this? That's, no, I don't actually. I think people should burn down whatever uh, studio made yeah. it. Um, Lions yeah, in, in this movie, I don't want to give any, away any spoilers, but the, <laughs> the moon falls to earth and it becomes a vat of nacho cheese. <laughs> Uh yeah, so so the moon has an evil force within within it. Um, and it, and it is or it is not bugs. It's basically bugs. Okay, um, it's only cool if it's bugs. Like things have to pour out of the moon. No, it's it's shitty bugs. It's uh, uh yeah. Um, it's full of oil, says Max Lambie. Yeah, it's got to be like a Cyclonopedia thing, <laughs> where the the moon falls through holy space. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the moon, yeah, the moon has an evil force inside it. Um, a, a disgraced astronaut who experiences evil force uh, uh, has to redeem himself. 
There's, how, do you, there's, how do you become a disgraced astronaut? Did he like come back and no, he just he, like he punched on, a trans person? Well, no, he he was on a moon mission or not a moon mission, a, a space mission. And he showed his dick. And the and the moon shot out the the evil uh, space bugs. Um, and uh and he experienced that and then nasa covered it up and so he's like no the uh, truth is different than what they say and they're like no uh, we owned you you're you're done that's um, so boring that's like a yeah that's that's the type of plot that you would write for like an independent state style movie like at that period of time yeah this is this is you kind know, of like this is kind of what we're dealing with is like shitty independent and i love state. independence day yeah yeah but like independence day was one of the first ones to like do that sort of thing so you can love that but then like everything that follows is like come on you're just trying to do independence day right um yeah this is very independence day it's it's got a lot of uh the the typical disaster movie stuff where like oh my god the, the the earth is falling apart but somehow we're gonna jump our car just right so that we make it in time oh it's like a yeah, you see that movie 2012, right? That yeah, that's basically what I'm referencing. 2012, yeah. and then like the one that had the rock in it, and like oh god, what what was that? I, I don't even remember. It was like the fucking L.A. earthquake movie, what whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. San Andreas. By the way, guys, I think it was called uh, or something like that. Yeah, it was. It was San Andreas. Um, he sucks. The Rock, yeah, he, he's not good. He's not good at, at any of the things not a good that he, he's he does. Got, uh, he's got impressive pecs, though. I gotta say. Well, they're they're surgically enhanced, also. Well, of course. Yeah, that's I, I learned that when the Scorpion King came out, <laughs> a very fine film, if I might say so myself. Um, some some of the but, best uh, 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 CGI graphics. Uh... Especially. Oh no! You're talking. You're you're talking about uh, the Mummy Two, the Scorpion King, oh. which had those horrible graphics. The Scorpion King was just his tits the whole oh, time, okay. pretty much. Noted. Um, but the um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on limb here Shit. and say I if if I could snap my fingers and make the Rock disappear and replace him with Bautista in everything. Oh, the world sure. would be a significantly better place. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Su- superior ex-wrestler turned actor. Yeah. Yeah. Cooler looking, weirder looking head. Um, <laughs> seems like a genuinely decent person, at least like in the way he displays himself. Yeah. Um, and I like his. I like most of what he does in movies because he he doesn't uh, talk, <laughs> and when he does, it's fine. You know. Yeah. He he knows he can be understated. He's not the fucking rock. What is that? What is that song you hear on Instagram all the time? I'm sure it's on TikTok all over the place too. But it's the it's the rock rapping. Oh, I don't know that one. Have you heard this? We gotta find it. We gotta find it right now. Yeah, man. God. The rock rapping. Yeah, I'm sorry. You gotta you gotta sit through this with me, and then I'll shut up and let you do your stupid movie thing. Um, <laughs> tech Just look at the rock rapping. What is it? Tech Nine Face Off? No, but that's probably also pretty cringe. Uh, Tech Nine is dreadful too. Um, unless it is, maybe it is. I've only heard like clips from it. 
It's about drive, it's about power. Oh, we hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, oh, yeah. and take what's yeah, ours. Cool. Like in some more in my veins, my culture banging with strange. I change the game, so what's my motherfucking name? Rah! What they gonna get though? Desecration, defamation. If you wanna bring it to the masses, face to face, now we escalating. When I have to butt boost the asses, mean on ya, like a dream. When I'm rumbling, you're gonna scream, mama. So bring drama to the king, Brahma. Watch with extreme mana. <laughs> Oh wait, so this is on a Tech Nine song. Yeah, that sucks even more somehow. Yeah, that's such a that's a that's a it's really about interesting it's phenomenon. About it's about sucking a dick. <laughs> Rock. Um, but that that's a really interesting phenomenon. Where if if this was on a, a better song um, <laughs> yeah. or a better artist song, it would. And it, this sounds intuitive at first, but it's not. Okay. Uh, where if it was on a better artist song, you would think it would sound worse, right? Because you're you're being compared. Yep. Um, no, I, I think it would be somehow better because it's just like, oh, it's it's just a fucking rock, and of course it's going to sound like shit, right? And so if he was on like a Kendrick Lamar song, that would be hilarious and hopefully ruin Kendrick Lamar's career. Not that I, he deserves it, but if he had the rock on, he would. Yeah. Um, but it, since he's on a Tech Nine record or a tech nine song because tech nine does that chopper rap thing where everything's like bitty 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 like everything sounds like everything else kind of thing uh it it somehow exposes the shitty way that the rock is rapping right yeah uh and makes him sound like instead of just sounding like it's bad rap you're like it sounds like bad rap but it also uh, is is bad rap where you see everything he's trying to do because someone else is also rapping badly but doing it in yeah. bad good if that makes any sense you know mm-hmm. um, no no I, I agree uh, also yeah. all those lines suck um, so well yeah but I, I mean like all of Tech Nine's <laughs> lines suck too yeah. right uh, but he says them really fucking fast. Ooh, that's what matters. Uh, so, it's like a yeah. Tech Nine which shoots bullets fast, except he shoots words fast. Yeah. The thing that, that rules about Tech Nine is that he's probably the most unbearable person to be around uh, if you have to talk to him. But For I sure, bet he yeah. gives phenomenal head. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get shot by Tech Nine now, man. Um,. <laughs> Anyway, oh, uh, yeah, one one last thing I wanted to mention about Moonfall. Uh, uh, so so the bugs and and the bugs aren't really a spoiler because you learn about them pretty quick. Um, mm. the, the bugs are attracted to electronics, um, and so uh, mm. when when the Moonfall astronauts um, uh, go to defeat the Moon bugs. Um, <clears throat> They're they're piloting this this old uh, space shuttle without any of the electronics turned on, except, however, they're using oh, things God. like lights and and stuff like that, and also the the EMP bomb that they need to detonate. And the bugs just passed it by. Right, yeah, and also the EMP bomb that they need to detonate is uh, operated by electronics, but like it's never really explained how they think that's that's gonna work. Okay. Um. But yeah, like uh, I think it's funny how how uh, the movie just basically doesn't consider uh, lights or electricity of any kind to be like fundamentally electronic uh, devices. Yeah. Um, 
I, I well because I've learned I'm, I'm guessing that the movie's just a shitty metaphor, right? Well, yeah, uh, that that was actually going to be my my uh, my 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 takeaway line from this is this is like um, I don't know, I didn't think uh, uh, shit. What was the the asteroid movie? Armageddon. No, 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 no. The newer one. Uh, the, the dumb lib one where it's like, oh, it's actually oh, about climate change. Uh, uh, don't look up. Don't look up? Yeah, okay. don't look up. Uh, th- this is uh, bimbofi- bimbofied uh, <laughs> don't look up. <laughs> and it sucks even worse than don't look up. <laughs> I, so I, I have a brother that's 10 years older than I am. Uh, and yeah. thereby, like a little bit less uh, oriented in culture in, yeah. in a certain way, because I'm already old. Uh, and I taught him the word bimbified. Yeah. Uh, but, but I didn't, didn't teach him. him right. No, I didn't teach him the context <laughs> behind bimbified. I just used it once. And he's like, that's hilarious. I'm like, you should use it all the time. Yeah, just go uh, for it. <laughs> just fucking go nuts with it, dude. Go for it. Uh, so I really said God to his older brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to him getting fired. Mm hmm. Uh, we really yeah. need to bimbify these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Sex them up a little bit. Um, you, you see, you see that shipment we just got. Yeah, bimbify it. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cooler uh, if instead of I don't know, <laughs> what eight thousand eight hundred? No, shit. Uh, I don't know. Boobs on a calculator. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah, eight thousand and eight, dude. Yeah. Well, that's oh, boom. oh oh yeah yeah. So sorry, it's it's five. Uh, it's fifty eight hundred eight. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. Because you have to flip it, right? Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. Uh, what's the opposite of bimbifying something? Uh, Sissifying, but then that sounds like the other because I was thinking yeah, of cis, like CIS. I think that's yeah. the opposite. We're gonna we're gonna have to the brainstorm about this later, probably. Well, whatever the opposite of bimbifying is, uh, let's call it uh, ombifying. <laughs> sounds uh, great. Anyway, yeah, I was, I was taking a uh, I was taking a drink, so I couldn't respond to that immediately. So mm-hmm. I, I apologize. If no, it'd be like ob, obmo, obmo, fine, So, um, I I saw a movie that was the obmoification of uh, of Brokeback Mountain. Oh, yeah, Brokeback Mountain is a bimbified Power of the Dog. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I recommended that one to you. How oh, did... you were the one that did it. I was wondering who did that. Yeah, how do you like uh, it? It's pretty good. Pretty good. I liked the twist at the end. Yeah. Uh, that is actually exactly what I wish would happen with this movie, where just a thing happens for no fucking reason, but maybe there was a reason, and you know, deal with it. Fuck you. You can figure that out. Well, no, no, no. I, I think uh, there, there, there's a reason. Um, oh no, like there's, there's a maybe a reason. Like there, maybe someone did it on purpose, and maybe they did it on accident, and that's a fun thing. <laughs> I think it was right? on purpose. I think that's. I think it's possible. Yeah. I think that's kind of what's implied, but it's not entirely clear, right? Like yeah. there's there's a little bit of room for doubt, and it's not as much room for doubt where it's obnoxious, like with that fucking dream movie Inception. Inception, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not one of those like, oh fuck you. It's one of those things where you watch the movie and you're like, oh, I know what I know what happened, but there's another option here, maybe. Not sure. 
Interesting. Yeah. Subtle. Um, um, I don't, don't like Benedict a, Cumberbatch very much, but I liked him in this. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like him either, but I think he did a good job. Or um, what's the name of the guy that is the mentally disabled version of Matt Damon? <laughs> you know, I, I I remember telling you about the movie, and I think I told you it was Matt Damon. But now that. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> That happened to me once. I was watching a movie yeah. with this girl that I was seeing, and <clears throat> you didn't do it this time. Uh, but um, and and he came on, and I'm like, "Holy shit, Matt Damon looks terrible. He looks uh, like shit now." And it's uh, no, it's it's not. It's well, not I, him. I tried looking up dumb looking Matt Damon. I mean, it's not the. Uh, it's just Matt Damon looking dumb. <laughs> oh, oh, it's um. This is the guy right here. Uh, oh, man. oh, that's mean. I yeah. said a mean thing, but that one, that one's extra yeah, mean to me for some reason. What's his name? Uh, it's like we'll, we'll pl- find out in a second. Pl- 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 Plimity Smunket <laughs> is probably it. This is what this is uh, what John would normally be here for, and, and here I yeah. am. And then you'd be shit posting with your mouth with me while we talk. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Buttons uh, is his name. Yeah, that's what I said. Nobody has ever remembered that name. Yeah, it's crazy because he's in so many more movies now, and he just looks like a stupid fat man. <laughs> <laughs> but I think but, he did uh, a good job in, uh, in, yeah. in Power of the Dog. I think. I think. But here's the, here's the crazy thing: he also kind of sounds like Matt Damon if he was stupid and fat. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <clears throat> like he just he's 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 Matt Damon, but those things. But also, I like him more than Matt Damon. I've decided so. Cheers. I mean, I, I um, that's not he, difficult. I do think he's a better actor. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and the, the other person that I was surprised by because I um, I like almost didn't recognize her, even though there's no she's reason that I wouldn't recognize her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, she's in it, and she's great. Performance here, yeah. And she's sorry to, to reduce it to this, and I'm not reducing it to it because she did really, really well. She's a great actress in it, but. Um, uh, she's yeah, a very very attractive. I'm uh, apparently still attracted to Kirsten Dunst. All right, good. Uh, I had a crush on her when I was a kid. So, hey, uh, nobody's holding that uh, against or for you, I guess. Uh, she's cute. <clears throat> yeah, um, and she's a drunk. She is a drunk, probably she's in real life too. <laughs> <laughs> Slander the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know she has a meth addiction. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel like and Jesse Plum uh, Plumcus. He's, he's addicted to name. Jesse Plemons. I think is what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but... you, you kind of broke the fourth wall with this a little bit because. People are always asking me, do you ever watch anything you actually like? <laughs> and, and now I've been out of as actually liking a movie and recommending it to a friend. <laughs> I also watched another one that was pretty good, uh, but I don't remember the name, so maybe I don't like it that much. Was it, was it a, Jackass those... Forever? We watched that while we were on We the did watch that while real drunk <laughs> on the Lord, uh, which I, I, I love that stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, it's garbage, uh, but whatever. Not, it not fucking rules. Jackass, it's so Jackass good. Forever was hilarious. Uh, but do, do you is... remember what else we watched that night? 
<laughs> we watched like four movies that night. I, I don't recall <laughs> we watched that. Yeah. We we gave up on a couple of them. Um, yeah, I remember. We also I remember watched, that. Uh, uh, the, uh, not The Relic, because that's the old like action horror movie from the right. 90s. We watched Relic, oh. uh, which I thought would be really good from the trailers and stuff. Not great. Not a great movie. It's uh, another one of those movies about how scary old people are. Ah, oh, man. Hate old people. Which is which it's, is pretty much the same thing as the how scary little girls are thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's, somehow it's the, the more inverse. irritating. Yeah. Well, actually, which one's more irritating? I'm not sure. Because old people are I, actually kind of scary. I, I think the, 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 the creepy little girl thing is more irritating because it's such a, yeah. like obnoxiously played out trope and it, and it and started also, i think little girls because, aren't scary they're just not well no i i think it all stems Even from the, ring, the like, exorcist <laughs> right really i, I thought i, I think, thought it came I from the japanese that starts, there's a demon possessed little girl and it's like <sighs> oh that's not what we like to see that's spooky i think that makes sense temporally but i don't think that yeah, I don't know if that's where it like derives from. That's an interesting take. That that's where I see it coming from. Yeah. At, at least no, as far I mean, as like uh uh I guess Western uh film is concerned. Um Yeah, I, I just think it is being like a thing where everyone was just like, Oh my god, these these crazy Japanese they came out with a spooky <laughs> thing. It's called the little girl with hair on her face. Yeah. Um, and uh, and little then, girl with straight black hair, and some yeah. of it is obscuring her face. Yeah, sometimes she crawls through things, yeah. and then we get a little jerky motion thing. Um, and um, and yeah, yeah, that's kind of just where I saw it coming from. Perhaps they got it from something like The Exorcist, but I, I, I think the thing is that there was a period in time where something could be scary simply because it was shocking. Yeah. You know? Right. Not because it was scary. Uh, uh, Animal and, Holocaust or whatever, right? Um, actually, so shit gets even more complicated, but, but I, I'm thinking about like The Exorcist, right? Oh, okay. Where sure. yeah. I love that movie. It's a good movie. Um, not terrifically frightening uh, contemporary, no. like in a contemporary society, right? Um, but people were like so frightened of it, they were like having dry heaves. I don't necessarily believe in like people having heart attacks and shit, but but like people fucking had panic attacks over this movie yeah. um, because it was just so, it was, it was transgressive, right? It was a little girl fucks herself with a crucifix. Um, and says things about your mom sucking dicks in hell, which is very funny. Um, but uh, but so that was enough for it to be terrifying because you know society was was really kind of uh, in this in this weird tense space politically and otherwise. It looked like it's a very politically oriented movie. Uh, and maybe we could do like a fun review of a thing that we like where we talk about the politics of, of like uh, the Exorcist movies or something. Which the Exorcist three, by the way, phenomenal movie also. People don't know that. Yeah, it, uh, it, it skipped, a, it skipped a, a, a movie and, and became good again. Dude, 
Yeah, that second <laughs> one is shitty. Uh, but but yeah, and then after a while, they were just like, okay, people are desensitized to like the shock factor. Yeah. So that's not necessarily going to work anymore. So yeah, how do you make things scary? Movie again. <laughs> well, no, because like I, I don't know. I, I I feel like the shock factor because transgression. I feel like it is inherent to the the to artistic production right of course um and and so with, with something like the exorcist or or a lot of these like uh films or or or, or whatnot be it like a john waters movie or uh or you know again the exorcist or anything like that the transgression being part of the art is is actually like really valid in my mind um and it becomes this whole like tapestry because it's genuine transgression it's not just sure. this like we're performing transgression. I think they're two very different things. Yeah. Um, and 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 then later on, they're like, there's no such thing as genuine transgression anymore because we've accepted so many of these things. Or, but, but while we're accepting it, like new things are forming, of course, uh, because it's very. I, I don't want to be that fucking guy, but it's very easy to offend a lot of people now, um, for good or bad reasons. Uh, but, uh, but after all, they're just like, well, what else do we have? Um, uh, if, if like sex and violence aren't really going to do it, I mean, we're still going to do that because we have to keep up yeah. and it's just like, well, we'll just have jump scares. <laughs> um, and then we'll have, we'll have things that people will perform terror at. Yeah. Like right. we're going to have clowns, little girls, creepy dolls. Dude, things that aren't actually scary that but if like, you if you're scared by it that's that makes you interesting yeah i don't know sorry what were you saying I, just the whole like when people like oh man clowns terrify me thing i feel like that's just like a i don't know it just fake. Feel, it does feel fake yeah it, it feels yeah. it feels like you've been conditioned to uh to say clowns are scary Oh man, clowns are terrifying. Yeah. Um, you don't actually well, it's, have it's, a fear of clowns. You just recognize that you need to say, Oh my god, I have a fear of clowns. The other one is the um uh what's what's the one where you where holes you're scared of holes yeah, or whatever? Exactly. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was gonna bring up. Like, yeah, yeah, it's uncomfortable to look at those things sometimes, but like that's that's the thing, right? Is, is that people are uh, miscommunicating and performing terror at discomfort. Right. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, and I'm, I think maybe some people could be genuinely terrified of porcelain dolls. Like, I think that's possible. Uh, I mean, it's, it's possible uh, to be terrified but, of anything, but that's as, true. That's in, true. And as much as it is like a like, society wide thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, that, that's as close as I get to that. Those kinds of senses is like porcelain dolls are pretty spooky. Yeah. But, right. but really like in my adult life. <laughs> as I'm a full grown man fucking, who lives yeah. in a haunted mansion now. Yeah, that's true. All, all that is true. Full of porcelain dolls. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I really do think, and this is my, this is my pivot now to becoming a, a like good over it fucking, uh, asshole um who thinks everyone's too offended and uh i'm not allowed to college campuses anymore because i uh, <laughs> i have all the roofies in my pocket uh, trypophobia. But, uh trypophobia thanks man yeah, exactly thank you um 
But, um, but yeah, I mean, people really do like to perform terror. Um, and, and people like to perform offense, of course, and, and, and like all these different extreme emotions because they're not available to us yeah. otherwise, right? <laughs> because because life is 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 both so safe and so precarious that you're never allowed to have these extreme emotions um, where every day you have to go to work or you'll lose your uh, ability to uh, have a home or a vehicle or your children or a life at all. And like, so your life is constantly under threat. Um, and yet it, it, you're being paid worse than you ever were before in history, or at least like modern history. And so like you're constantly under threat and you should be panicked and you want to be panicked and you want to experience fear, but you're so exhausted. And then on the other end, it's like, wolves aren't trying to eat you. Yeah. So what do you do? <laughs> you know, this, like how do you this process kind of, this? This kind of conversation about fear could probably be a full episode on its own. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, we probably have things to click on. Yeah, to uh, to deviate away from it, um, but but also like re- really quickly just touch on something. Um, you know, the the performance of being terrified. Um, you keep saying the performance of terror, which makes me think of like Al Qaeda, uh, but, but like the performance of being terrified, uh, I think is is maybe more what what we're trying to say. Um, the the terror alert status that you know came out of nine uh, eleven, um, where you know like uh oh. Terror alert status is red. Everybody yeah. feel uncomfortable now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the same thing is applicable to something like the experience of beauty. And I won't get really deep into that. But yeah, another thing that we're not allowed to genuinely feel or experience, and yet we're surrounded by in synthetic ways all the time. For sure. Um, speaking <sighs> that got of me really sad. Things, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's April Fool's Day, so we got to talk about some clowny boys. Oh, damn it, you ruined it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. This has all been an April Fool's joke. <laughs> yeah, we don't believe any of these stupid things we've said. Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. So Dor- Jordan Peterson uh, recently had a talk with Andy No. Um, the I- two best people. Both people afraid of carbohydrates, yeah, by the way. A, a little editorializing. Uh, the original poster of this tweet says, Curious journalist Andy No asked Professor Emeritus Jordan Peterson how psychology can explain why Antifa is so evil and bad. JBP says, It's revenge against God for the crime of being. And then he starts crying. Uh, the I mean, that's realism- almost literally what happened. Well, the 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 editorialism I'd like to make here, or the editorial oh. I'd like to make oh, here, okay. is uh, I thought you were saying they were okay. Uh, curious journalist Andy No. Uh, this this oh. is a, a extreme right wing white nationalist grifter, uh, and you yeah. might be like, hey, but wait, he's Asian. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, do we have to do that? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we have to explain that again? I, 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 I'm not going to, but I'm just going to say uh, yes. He is a, a extreme yeah. white supremacist grifter. Um, so curious journalist andy no eh, don't agree with that uh white supremacist andy no (laughs) yeah i I, i'm really thankful that dave rubin dave rubin exists oh yeah because he really clarifies the fact that you're able to be an anti-semitic gay guy jew yeah 
who hates gay people. He's Jewish, right? Yeah, with the blessing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Candace anyway, Owens like, exists uh, right. to prove that you know, so, black people can hate. Uh, black people based on skin tone. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, there's, there's, there's already a, a, a name for that. Uh, it's but, an uh, I'll, I'll say it. I don't right. shit. But, but also, th- that's the funny thing is that I think that's harder for people to process to a certain degree, uh, well, despite the fact that it's significantly is. less subtle. Yeah, um, like it's just it's pretty fucking straight out there. What about black on black crime? I've been came to so and thank you. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Black on black crime does exist. It's Candace yeah. Owens. <laughs> 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 it's uh, nice. it's uh, I don't I don't remember good. the 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 new Fox lady's name, but the the one we, there's yeah, a new one. We we played a clip of her uh, talking oh. to um. Condoleezza Rice, another black. They're all made in vats. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Andy. Also, thank you for not calling him Andy NGO. It's <laughs> a weird thing that people do. Andy non-government organization. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, they're both probably CIA funded. So Definitely it's fine, CIA but... funded. Um, yeah. Anyway, yes. Uh, Jordan oh. Peterson talking to Andy No on his podcast once again. Another uh, iteration of. Um, uh, Jordan Peterson courting extreme white supremacists on his podcast, a thing that he keeps on doing repeatedly, and everybody just thinks, oh, hey, he's just a benign guy, right? Just a regular well, benign guy. Yeah, they're the only people that are willing to fight dragons, though. I guess so. I wanted to ask you about the, based on your 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 knowledge, your background, your clinical experience, what, what is the psychology of this mob violence? When I see it, 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 it uh, like I, I don't even recognize some of these. It seem, they seem animalistic is what I mean. Um, in, no, they're the worse than animals. <laughs> they're worse than animals because animals, they just kill to eat, you know? Human beings, they have... All right. Uh, first, oh, first yeah. I mean, the first claim right there: animals just kill. He's waiting for that. Yeah, um, he's 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 just waiting for that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, the the claim that animals just kill to eat. Uh, that's not that, fucking true. I mean, I mean, you ever seen a chimp? I, I, not to be a Joe Rogan, uh, but you ever seen a chimp pull off the face of another chimp or a person? <laughs> right. Yeah. There's that. Um, animals I, I i like to watch a lot of nature documentaries actually when i'm like zoning out and like working on stuff um and uh hippos will kill oh, yeah. the offspring of a rival male they don't well, even worse than that like yeah hippos hippos uh <laughs> are the outside of like weird stupid answers like mosquitoes uh are responsible for more deaths than any other animal i think yeah (laughs) like more human deaths yeah yeah uh and it's not like they're terrible like predatory carnivoristic beasts they're big old sea cows that just want to rip you apart that's they just they want to kill um uh. <laughs> in fact actually uh, a a lot of uh a- animal species will kill the offspring of rival males. Oh yeah. Um, I mean there are birds that are literally known to like I, yeah, go into nests and murder I, I all the young. Uh, I I grew up in in a 
in an area that has been affected by starlings, uh, which are not native oh, yeah. to North America. They were imported. It sucks because I love them so much. Yeah, I mean they're they're kind of cool looking, I guess, but like they well, were they're like their formations. Well, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, they do lots of cool formations, um, etc. Nice, uh, but starlings will uh, uh, invade a, a native bird's home. Uh, rip apart all their young and throw them to the ground and uh, take over the nest for their own. Um, so they're they're essentially colonization the bird. <laughs> but, uh, <coughs> lots of animals kill without uh, without having the uh, the the goal of eating or surviving for the sake of killing. Uh, uh, right. and, and you, and, you would think somebody who who has a doctorate in uh, uh, psychology would uh, maybe know something yeah, about this kind but of thing. No, that's that's the problem. Is he has a doctorate in, in psychology, right, so yeah. he's like hyper fixated on like human beings are so special right, and like different yeah, for sure. Uh, and before before some listener is sitting around being like, oh, oh my god, he's not saying literally animals only kill to eat is that animals only kill when they have to that's really what he's saying that's also um, not true. but uh, <laughs> also not true yeah. uh first off but also uh, if if you really want to zoom out like the the only reason anything happens is because it has to like human beings function the way that they do uh, because evolutionarily they have developed to function in a certain way, which is something that uh, Peterson would absolutely agree with, given his claims about things like lobsters, right? Yeah. Is that the things that happen happen because they have to happen, uh, which, uh, which again, is like a weird point of agreement and disagreement between me and this asshole. Uh, but uh, human beings do what they do for a reason. My God. Which is a crazy thought, right? Uh, and he's trying to obscure that. He's trying to obfuscate this idea, uh, uh, or obfuscate. Sorry, obfuscate. <laughs> I suck. Yeah, um, we all suck. But uh, but but he's trying to obfuscate this this uh, idea that that human beings function in a certain way because they have certain uh, uh, needs, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, and so the reason that an Antifa protester throws a concrete milkshake at you, or doesn't, because that's not a real thing, yeah, uh, <laughs> it, is, is only because he's a selfish, evil beast, uh, and not because they're worried about their, uh, you know, their their material needs, yeah, uh, or something like that. Which again is something that lives also do right, uh, which is which is why so much of politics in America sucks. Uh, in all over the world, really, but America seems especially bad in some ways, or at least like you know the Americans are especially bad. Uh, is is this uh, absolute refusal to admit that uh, you don't have to agree with someone on the other end, but knowing that they at least exist inside of material reality is perhaps useful, uh, right. both because it's useful to fuck them over because you want to win. But also because you know humans are human beings, and you should probably understand that fact. Um, all very useful. All very useful. So you know, just keeping in mind that everything's material, and uh, this is all class war. Again, that's that's just how I. Anyway, anyway, yeah, I animals, agree. humans, same thing. I agree. Um, Cheers. This this that's why I said positive. Yeah. This, <laughs> <laughs> this only gets worse.
have a twist in them that makes them far worse than animals when they really get going. Well, I think it's, I think, you really want to know what I think? I think it's revenge yes. against God for the crime of being. That rules. That's really so what I think. It's Cain and Cain and Abel. It's like, oh, Abel's your, Abel's your guy, eh, God? How about if I take him out in the field and beat him to death? How do you feel about that? All my sacrifices went unrewarded. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's what it is at the bottom of the hell of things. I found, I found the, the biggest problem with George Peterson. He, he, can't very the word, he can't say the word hell without starting to cry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He can't say God, hell, being, crime, any of those words without crying. Uh, but but there, there is actually a nuanced problem with them, uh, which is a problem with a lot of philosophers and a lot of thought in general, which is that he is um, incapable, it seems, at least at this point in his development as a thinker, um, to... <laughs> distinguish between being and becoming. Damn. Right? Uh, and the, 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 the way that this problem establishes itself for him is that he, it, it's so clear right there, because I think uh, that these are connected and that these are both things that genuinely people do do and respond to, but like uh, people angry at God, whatever you want God to be, right? Uh, and create the universe because they have to be interesting thought. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily want to be all the time, uh, especially, you know, in the past. Um, but, um, but then he immediately moves from that into making this, uh, this claim about becoming, right? Where, oh, actually what's happening here is, is, you know, it's, Cain, the story of Cain and Abel isn't about like Cain is inherently less likable to God than Abel is. It's that their sacrifices, the things that they do in their lives end up pleasing God in, in, in more, uh, more or less, right? Because, because Cain only produces wheat or, or some kind of grain. It was, uh, it was uh, fruit. And, where, was it where, fruit? It, yeah. It was, it was vegetable matter of some it, sort. Yeah, it was, uh, it was plants and stuff, where, but whereas Abel right. was, was a... Was, like was sacrificing animals. Yeah, right. guys. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and, and so God just preferred animal sacrifice. Well, because it's, and, uh, it's living things, right? It's got more worth than hearing. Yeah, I mean, well, we can go into a whole battalion thing and it'll actually make sense of Cain as well, right? Um, and, and so Cain ends up sacrificing Abel. So it's actually an even more interesting and fucked up and bizarre and, and wonderful story that, that, that we're, we're, we can perhaps give, it, give credit to it right now. Uh, but um, but the, the, the thing about that is that the way that this... I think functions is that Cain and Abel both become in different ways, and that's what ends up affecting their lives, right? Um, and I think that's very that's a very important distinction from Cain and Abel are inherently different people, um, which is I think the biggest distinction between someone like Peterson's philosophy and my own, politically or otherwise, because he really thinks that people are simply born into their position. 
and they have to fucking deal with it. And they are that way forever. And yet he's still, and people like him are still people that say, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, which again, doesn't make any fucking sense because they're saying again, you're in, you are the person you are and you are the person you are because it's your fault. And it's this weird, creepy loop uh, of, of self-justification that makes no fucking sense at all just just another contradiction in his general philosophy that we could talk about for hours and have mm-hmm. talked about for hours coincidentally <laughs> um, what's the podcast called uh, the benzo rehab dungeon which uh is that a reference to something <laughs> a reference to uh, jordan peterson who uh, i'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say mm-hmm. might be back on the benzos I don't know. Uh, it, that it's, bitch looks sleepy. It, well, yeah, there's that. Um, and, that may be death coming for I feel like uh, uh, the more he goes on, like the worse he's getting recently. Like he had this kind of like leveling off period immediately after the Benzo Rehab Dungeon episode yeah. um, where uh, where he was kind of like talking coherently. He was having some trouble talking for sure. Uh, probably yeah. because he was put into a medical coma. Yeah, because people baked his brains. Yeah, because people yeah. baked his brains, and uh, and I think now he's uh, he's back on the sauce, as it were, and uh, he's I back mean, on the bars. How many times? I I I I don't think we've shown all the clips on the podcast, but like, how many times recently has Jordan Peterson immediately gone to? the word hell and immediately when he says the word hell he just starts tearing yeah. up i'm also going to say that you know one of the very inconvenient uh, side effects of getting back onto a lot of these drugs for depression uh, and anxiety and things of the sort or that you randomly start crying yeah uh, granted usually it's, you're just you're literally just crying out of nowhere uh, versus like a, a trigger like oh my gosh I thought about hell for a second right. <laughs> usually it's even more inexplicable uh, but um, but yeah I mean it adds up and, and again like genuinely no shame to anyone that needs to use these drugs uh, or no, it, ends up using them even habitually or recreationally like maybe don't do that because it's extremely dangerous it is very dangerous uh, and it can fuck up your life uh, and maybe kill you if you try to withdraw off of them too quickly yeah you're, you're um, not a millionaire and uh your your daughter yeah. is not going to bring you to a benzo rehab dungeon <laughs> in russia right. or ukraine uh, uh to heal but, Right. And, but, but, you know, just to, just to clarify for, for people, again, we're not just making fun of him because he has a drug problem, but because he's the type of person that will have a drug problem and then say to people, you shouldn't have that. Uh, yeah. You should fucking deal it's, with it's it. It's a moral failing uh, of your own to have this problem. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need to become an effective manager of Applebee's or your life is so full of dragons and your <laughs> cosmic mother will never love you. By the way, she's also a dragon. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and again, Max Lambie in, in the chat, that's probably what why his ontology and, and epistemology is so confused actually with the being and becoming point. I literally meant everything I meant. Yeah. <laughs> or I meant everything I said. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think that's genuinely what's going on here. And I think that's one of the biggest uh, uh, confusions between people on the left and people on the right. Um, and I include libs on the right, generally speaking, here and kind of always. Um, 
but it's, it's just that inability to consider things as things that become versus things that be that we also can apply a certain veneer of becoming to as well. Um, people are um, preoccupied with static uh, uh, for sure. everything. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop doing that. Oh, that's cool. But um, yeah. uh, so while we were on the road, uh, this this clip came out. Um, oh, no. We're, we're going to be pivoting a little bit. Um, Oh, we're going to become right wing now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to become right wing. Uh, we're, yeah. we're actually going. That's why I was mentioning cancel culture and like how everyone's so offended now. We're, before we're, we're going to um, oh, accidentally puppet Russian propaganda, but through Ukrainian President Zelensky's words. Um, so, so this clip came out. Uh, we won't play the clip because it's just a translation of him saying the words, anyways, and it's uh, quoted here, which I have uh, very helpfully uh, selected. Um, but you know, uh, uh, people keep trying to downplay the the role of uh, NATO and what's happening in Ukraine, and I think there's a little bit of give back and forth where you could say yeah russia was probably going to do this regardless yeah also, i think that is true i think that is probably true but i think nato did nothing but add fuel to the fire of what is happening yes. now. yeah um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was gonna happen uh so long as i like i do think that a big part of this and i'm not a great man theory person uh but i do think that putin was probably going to do this anyway because he seems like the kind of person that would just repeatedly do the same thing over and over again in order to like sustain his ego sure um and because he, he seems like someone that's like very machiavellian but maybe not like terrifically intelligent um no but um but yeah so i i th this was something that was kind of like it was on a clock just when when was it going to happen i'm surprised it took eight years that's fucking crazy to me. That took eight years for him to do it again uh, or try again. Well, I, uh, but, I think, uh, uh, but NATO definitely has something to do with it. You know, I, I've been listening to a lot of people who are pretty familiar with the situation in Ukraine and, and Russia. Mm -hmm. Um Aaron Mate is a good one to uh, to listen to on this. Uh, also, Matt Taibbi, uh, both of them. Oh, the typester. I haven't listened to him in years now. Uh, he he's gone dark recently years. because he's writing a, a book, and so he's like not doing like podcast appearances yeah. or anything like that. So. Actually, no, it hasn't been years. I I, I just haven't listened to him since they left Rolling Stone, so like a year, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah. working on some other projects right now, but um, that's good. Uh, Matt Taibbi and Aaron Mate, uh, both, uh, uh, Oh, is there? Huh? No, never mind. Never mind. No, 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 no. Uh, anyways, th these are both people who have been in Ukraine and have like reported extensively on the, the political <laughs> happenings in Ukraine. Um, but, uh, the uh the thing that came out and and i think this may have been accidentally uttered by Zelensky during the cnn interview uh but but what he says here the quote is i requested them personally he's talking about uh like nato leadership uh i requested them personally to say that we are going to accept you into nato in a year or two or five just say it directly or and clearly, or just say no, Zelensky said. And the response was very clear. You're not going to be a NATO member, but publicly the doors will remain open, he said. Yes. 
which part of the reason that that Russia has decided to invade Ukraine is because they're worried about their borders. There's other reasons, of course. Putin is still a monster regardless of whether or not he has a motivation behind it. Uh, but, but this can only be seen as NATO egging on that uh that that rationale uh yeah i mean it's it's this it's it's this philosophy that's so broken from like america's never been super great uh, about this so don't get me wrong but it's it's like the broken version of a philosophy that we used to at least proclaim we had which was uh what was it walk walk gently but carry a big stick right right or or something to that too yeah, uh, I think that was the, uh, that was Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and the the idea there is that you're not a you're not a prick, but people know that you could be, right? Yeah, which is maybe not like actually the worst philosophy for people in general, just maybe for nations, it's a little much. Um, but uh, but there was this general, at least uh, projected philosophy that that was that was uh, you know what was going on. Uh, and and now there's this kind of warping of that where it's just oh that means that the best defense is good offense right for sure yeah, uh, yeah. and it's just like that's fucking crazy for that's that's that would have been insane to to genuinely think in like 1905 uh, and it's so much crazier to think now that we all have the fucking weapons and shit that we have oh yeah you know? nuclear like, shit. Yeah, the best defense is a good offense. Uh, now that we can carpet bomb cities into the fucking ground, like we could do shit worse than the Dresden fire bombings, uh, like without even opening up the nuclear football. Uh, For sure, it's yeah, yeah it's just just uh, amazing um, that that kind of thinking, and, and and so this this idea of like we will um, the. The idea that we'll we'll kind of accept uh, Ukraine in like seems like such a clever, cute move, you know. Where it's we're we're not going to let you in because we can't let you in, but we'll kind of, sort of, like imply that it could yeah, be we'll possible it eventually. Like can be in. We'll we'll make a couple of you know That's, when we were yeah. first talking about this that there were a couple of agreements that were made. Right. With Ukraine as like a kind of like that's, a NATO vassal state almost. <laughs> right. That's what people do when they think they're really fucking smart, which yeah. is everyone in the Defense Department and everyone that works oh. in the fucking government right. and, and shit. And these are people, people that think they're really fucking smart. It's cute shit. It's the kind of shit yeah. that you end up when you're 16 years old end up doing to a girl uh, when you have someone else you really have a big crush on and you don't want to let them know. Right. Where it's just like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I think you're really cute and great. But, you know, I just uh, I could totally have you as a girlfriend eventually. But, yeah. you know, just, you know, not One maybe day. not not right now, because, you know, I'm you know, I got, you know, you know, you know, it's yeah, that's actually what that's what we'll call it. It's the, you know, tactic. <laughs> Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It sucks. Then, this is this is male manipulator behavior. You fucks. <laughs> uh, and then to, uh, another thing. Kind of kind of cements this idea that uh, the U.S. has more or less opted to use Ukraine as a uh, 
uh, sort of proxy battleground for Russia. Uh, th this is Adam Schiff uh, talking during the uh, Trump impeachment uh, where uh, things like aid to Ukraine became, uh, yeah. you know, like big, uh, big items of discussion. Right. Uh, Trump as a Russian asset became a big item of discussion. Uh, this is Adam Schiff talking about uh, how we view Ukraine and uh, keep in mind that this is uh, a top Democratic leader uh, in the House. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, I probably should have turned the sound on for that one. Hold up. There we go. See, this is why we need John, man. God. Fucking ass. The United States aids Ukraine and her people so that we can fight Russia over there and we don't have to fight Russia here. The United I mean, it can't be put much that more sucks. fucking clearly than that, right? That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I just, yeah. If, if people didn't, I, and, and so many people I know, and I still love you, I still love you, uh, but the fact that you didn't see this and that you disagreed with me, uh, I'm speaking to only one person right now. No, oh, okay. uh, but but, but the, the, the fact that people didn't see this coming when the entire uh, intelligence apparatus uh, ended up going against Trump, which again, I fucking hate that guy. He sucks. Of course. Uh, but when the whole intelligence apparatus ended up saying Trump, bad Russia, man, uh, let's let's do do away with bad Russia, man. Uh, like, and then everyone everyone on the nominal American left, all the liberals, ended up looking at this and saying, "Oh my God, he's a Russian asset, and I love the CIA now." Like the fact that you weren't terrified about that uh, is fucking insane. Uh, and hopefully this is a lesson to everyone uh, that uh, that was not terrified by suddenly agreeing with the CIA. Um, you know, just 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 saying there, you know, just, I mean, just there, a fucking there, thing there to keep there in mind. So many uh, agencies that that laundered their decades upon decades of just it was monolithic against the guy and, yeah. and you know again cocksucker hate him but but it was just all of the intelligence agencies all of them all of them were just like well the NSA didn't say anything right well probably yeah uh, and, and... But, but like all these just just said Trump bad and it's like okay they all agree on something they didn't even agree on 9-11 Maybe this is a thing that maybe this is a concentrated, creepy effort of some sort. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so to, to name a couple of like agencies and organizations just off the top of my head that like laundered their their decades of really just kind of demonic behavior. I mean, like there's no other way to describe it. Uh, the FBI. Uh, all of yeah. a sudden, uh, uh, what's his fucking name? I forget his name. Uh, M M Mueller. Uh, Mueller steps oh, yeah. in. He's investigating Trump. Now we love the FBI. Uh, the Lincoln Project. Oh, all these oh, like, extreme... The I mean, they're not... Yeah, go on. All these extreme neoconservatives that have like orchestrated the, the thought behind things like the Afghan and Iraq war. Right. Uh, 
they oppose Trump. So so now we're like, okay, yeah, see, even they don't like Trump. And, you know, they're they're good that they're opposing Trump because they put out a couple of like low budget ads and also scraped up millions of fucking dollars in donations. it, It is amazing that, you know, people everyone saw through almost everyone saw through people like fucking who's that small guy marco rubio oh yeah uh (laughs) the tiny man uh but uh everyone like saw through his performative trump hating because it's like uh versus like you're competing with him and then like later on it's just you know this guy sucks and you know he's trying to use it uh and everyone saw through that um and and yet people were still caught off guard by the lincoln project it's like the only thing you need to do to fool some people is place things in a slightly different uh like stratum Mm. like that's all you need to do is lie to them in a different room (laughs) you know it's like no baby i wasn't cheating on you yes you were okay hold on let's talk in the bathroom (laughs) and it works it somehow fucking works it's magic it's fucking nonsense uh but there you are cool uh well that's enough of adam schiff for now let's go to uh uh another clown group this is april fool's day uh oil companies um they're charging you more and uh they're going to make uh uh 126 billion dollar yeah so question like yeah if you have the uh, opportunity uh, to adjust the price of a good, sure. however you want, essentially, and I tell you, hey, in a month, I'm about to buy way more of that. How do you adjust the price of that good? Is it up or is it down? I guess it's up. Probably up, right? I mean, you you gotta give us some thoughts. Because I'm a good capitalist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it's crazy. This is, like, this whole fucking thing with the oil has been mind-blowing to me. uh, That people genuinely end up thinking, oh, gosh, there's this huge supply shortage of, like, 4% or something like that. 4% 4% and uh, Biden also released like 30 or yeah. like 40 million barrels of oil to uh, supplement that shortage. So basically yeah. he just uh, subsidized what the American government bought and, for surplus. Right. And, you know, you, you would still expect a bump in price, you know, based on those things. You'd expect a bump in price that is not comparable, like it would still be above 4%. Uh, and then you'd expect a bump in price uh, per releasing from the reserves because of the fact that uh, Biden is is releasing things. And so suddenly there's actually a little bit less of a, of, of a buffer there and all these different things. But you wouldn't expect uh, an increase that's what, like 40 percent that we ended up saying. Right. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't expect anything that huge. Uh, and yet people are just willing to like accept it and be like, oh, my gosh, this is because uh, Ukraine is in trouble. And of course, every penny that I end up spending on gas at the BP station is going to go directly to Zelensky so we can fight this war effort. Um, 
Write to Zelensky so he can uh, fuck my wife, according to a lot of <laughs> yeah. really weird liberal posts that I've seen. I fuck, I love that shit yeah. so much. It's so cool. Um, but but when when what's really happening here is even worse than what a lot of people are saying, which is, uh, oh gosh, uh, the oil companies realized that they could charge a bit more, and so they did. Yeah. Uh, what's happening here is a concentrated effort where they say. Not only can we charge more right now, but we also know objectively that things like fuel are necessary for things like war, right? Uh-huh. And so people are going to buy the same fucking amount of gas one way or the other. They just will. They just fucking will. The only time you don't buy gas uh, based on its price is if you are in a very bad place financially, like I have been in most of my life. And literally can't get to work, right? Yeah. That's the only time that you don't buy gas. You buy gas because you're going somewhere and you have to buy gas. Like that's it. There's a fluctuation there. You know, there, there is going to be a dip in the, based on price and stuff, but it is so negligible. Uh, and so, and so, it, it has nothing to do with that. That those numbers are going to stay pretty static. And so, you end up increasing the price there. That fucking blows up for you. And then you end up dealing with this notion where, well, now we're going to have tanks and shit rolling around. So what happens then? It's like the price of diesel fucking spikes, the price of everything fucking spikes, because you realize that all of these fucking machines and shit are going to require gas. Yep. So it's literally, it's, it's, it's just speculation. That's, again, one of the biggest problems uh, in markets. the universe. Is speculative markets ruining our world? Uh, what? Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so I'm so uh, monologue heavy this episode, no, but but you know that's that's I'll, I'll important in, for my people to keep in mind. Soon, don't worry. You know, it's yeah, it's when I was a kid. This is a really quick thing, but I, I remember uh, thinking that if you had like a lemonade stand. Uh, and you had a whole lot of customers come by and yeah. you were selling lemonade for a dollar, right? If you, if you only had one customer a day, you could sell them a lemonade for a dollar because the dollar is what you needed to make in order to keep your lemonade stand running. For sure. If you had four of them, though, you could charge them each 25 cents. And that means that everyone would be happier, right? Because you would still get your dollar and... You know, they'd all be good. Of course, that doesn't make, you know, economic sense. There would have to be some kind of like space in between there in order to like make up for the fact that you're producing more of it, literally, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but I remember being astounded when I, I said something about a related idea to my parents. And they were just like, no, 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 no. That's not how that works at all. In fact, um, what you do if you have four people uh, standing in your lemonade line instead of one is instead of charging them a dollar, you would charge them two. And that way you make eight dollars because you're a monster. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And it is the same kind of shit that's happening here. It's manipulative, but it's also just realizing, hey, I'm going to charge more for lemonade because there's going to be uh, uh, not just a hot uh, uh, a heat wave, but also there's going to be a disease that makes people's dicks fall off if they don't buy lemonade. Yeah, like it's it's gonna be that bad. 
And so, of course, the the price of gas is going to spike through the fucking roof because the fucking war machine needs it. And the war machine doesn't care if they have to pay. They have a fucking bottomless pocket and liberals love to put money into it. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll, uh, we'll have to talk about the uh, the budget at some point, probably next week. uh, The the Biden uh, uh, budget uh, proposal, which which includes like uh, like thirty billion dollar increase to uh, the Defense Department because it's so good. I, I want I want an inflation adjusted graph of the increases because uh, I don't even know at this point in time if that's high or low. You know, <laughs> like it's a huge number. Yeah, but like it happens every fucking time. Every fucking time that number goes through the fucking roof, I, and every fucking time I'm shocked. I'm just like, oh my god. That's insane. I, but, I, I have to say that that if something is not really affected by inflation, it's got to be the military budget. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so inflation-adjusted cost of like the budget uh, for the military, like, nah, that, that's not a real thing. Uh, no, but well, well, I'm, I'm not so. No, no, so I, I, I get the, what you're saying, but also like half of infinity is still infinity, is kind of what you're saying, I think. Yeah. Uh, but but still, like that money comes from somewhere. Sure. Right. Uh, and and so it's like, how many schools adjusted for inflation could we end and, up and, funding? You know, uh, right. an important thing to note about things like the the Defense Department's budget is that uh, th- they're given a budget and then they exceed that by like. or even two times they they lose money on purpose um you you have this phenomenon which you see all over government um but but you see it seems especially bad inside of uh inside of military where you say here's five hundred dollars i know it's an asinine low number but just deal with it um here's five hundred dollars if you don't spend that five hundred dollars by the end of the week we're going to give you four hundred dollars Instead, and so you're like, okay, I spent all the five hundred dollars on on condoms and and like I don't know pixie sticks, lotions uh, and lotions. No, I like pouring pixie sticks into condoms, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, and and so they say, oh, you spent all the money. In fact, you spent five hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Let's give you seven hundred. You obviously right. need more money. You, yeah. you desperately need it because, it, and and so it leads to this like Im, immeasurable waste, just this waste that makes my fucking head spin. Uh, and uh, yeah, it fucking sucks. Uh, and like, it's crazy because you, you think about when the war in Iraq was happening and there was all the controversy over like, oh my God, these soldiers don't have body armor. Uh, which genuinely soldiers didn't have body armor and yeah. shit. It was a, it was fucking bad. Like it was not. It no wasn't body armor, uh, unarmored vehicles. <laughs> yeah. If you're yeah. gonna send somebody to war, and I and I don't think the the Iraq war was a justified war, and I don't think you no. think it is either. Uh, no. But if you're gonna send people into war, um, at least give them the tools to fight that war, and not just. Uh, throw them to the fucking wind like chaff. If, if you're if you're gonna send your kids out for cigarettes, give them a fucking umbrella, you know? Give them enough money for <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but the problem is that, actually, that's a great metaphor, is, is that, so what we did as a country is we sent our five-year-old out to buy us smokes. Yeah. 
Um, and, and so the kid went out and said, first off, it's snowing uh, and I need a jacket. And also, I'm a child. I can't buy cigarettes. What are you doing? And instead, you hand them $500 and then kick them back into the snow. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> uh, and doing that over and over and over again. And when, uh, when you have a dead child uh, who is just like, you know, made a scene at the, the local, you know, Piggly Wiggly, um, that the problem was, was with, with, with them, yeah. right. Or with the, the, the store it's, it's literally, but it's not even because we, we never blamed the troops per se, because, you know, again, like not really her fault, I, mean, I we, guess. We kind of uh, did blame the troops to some extent because we had Donald Rumsfeld, Rumsfeld saying things like you go to war with the army you have, not the army you want. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but 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 like really where the the biggest blame we ended up throwing was was just saying like you know those motherfuckers in the piggly wiggly yeah you know right you know and, and just think about how insane that is you know it's it, and, and and just and trying to solve that problem when your your child is frozen and dead like in this you know in, in this grocery. Uh, and then just like throwing hundred dollar bills at its corpse and just saying, why doesn't anyone here like me? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I distinctly remember mom. though, like, like when I used to spend a lot more time arguing with people on the internet, um, because I didn't realize uh, how much of a waste of time days. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I distinctly remember, uh, uh, certain veteran communities, uh, uh-huh. would, uh, y- you know, like, <clears throat> say things like why don't these people just give up why are they still fighting etc etc and then also being the same people that say if if a fucking ruski came over here exactly the argument i would give them is like okay so if you were invaded by a foreign nation would you fight to the death or would you give up and of course they all have to say i would fight to the death most of them wouldn't fight to the death they're all fucking cowards a lot of, of them course, were yeah. a lot of them were uh, were Cold War veterans who never like fucking saw a day it's, of combat. And- it's the shit that I I used to say to my fucking family all the time back when we used to talk about these things. Is that because you know uh, their big thing was uh, was the illegal immigrants? Oh, of course, yeah. You know? And it's just like okay, so you you wouldn't go to another country to make significantly more money yeah. to give to your wife and kids? Are you a fucking idiot or are you just an asshole? <laughs> Both. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. like, like, which one is it? Because God knows if, uh, if, if going to Canada from here meant that I would have, I don't know what the ratio would be, but some huge increase in my wages... And being down here meant that I was uh, in danger and poor and all these things. And I had a family. I would sneak across the Canadian border every fucking day if I had to. Right. Right. Like that's that's how being a, a person works. <laughs> you know, like you you do what you, you have to fucking do. You, you want to take uh, care of your for the family people that you love. And, yeah. Right. The people you love. Right. 
And, and, and it's just, it's mind blowing to me that people lack the most basic empathy uh, around these things or, or, you know, empathy at the very least. But I feel like sympathy should, shouldn't be in like low reserves either because right. you, most people know what it's like to be fucking poor. Uh, most people know what it's like to, you know, be threatened by some kind of system around them. Most people know what it feels like to be threatened uh, you know, like these are just parts of, of, of life is, you know, living in the fucking planet that we do. And, and yet people are so amazingly able to forget that when they think about other people, yeah. which, you know, this it's, isn't me performing goodness. Crazy. I'm a piece of shit, but like, Same. wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, on, it's like on slapping the... <laughs> someone and forgetting what it feels like to be slapped. Amazing. Sorry. Go on. Uh, uh, on the subject of being a piece of shit, um, could we take a quick five minute break? Um, Fuck you. I'm so sick of this shit. Whatever. I don't want to do breaks anymore. I just want to do a podcast for four hours straight and I never want to pee again. I, I, uh, well, today I, um, are you going to take a pee? I'm going to take a pee. Are you taking poop? The, the problem is that today I worked like uh, an extremely long day uh, doing a bunch of construction work. And so I chugged Gatorade all day. So I got a, yeah. daddy's got a full bladder, if you know well, what I mean. Yeah. I got piss is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. G- go ahead and do that. You know, that's yeah. the thing about Mike, guys, uh, yeah, versus me. I, I, you see, I'm, I'm really <laughs> special and important and interesting because I also worked a very long shift today. Uh, it was very difficult. I sat at my computer mostly. And you know what? I somehow found a time to pee. Uh, and I found a time to pee repeatedly. Though I was drinking uh, various beverages all day as well. Uh, and yet this guy, this fucking guy, right? He, just because he's doing manual labor, just because he's drinking something full of electrolytes uh, and like, you know, having this whole sodium gradient in his body, which, you know, causes osmosis to function differently. And then he like, you know, needs to release out of his bladder and stuff like that. Like he thinks, he thinks somehow that that gives him the uh, like permission to do things like interrupt this perfect podcast, which has been totally on track, totally on the rails, as it were, uh, by pissing. Me, I would never do that to you. Because I, as an adult, pee before I go somewhere. That's right. I pee before I go somewhere. This sounds like an advertisement now, perhaps. And it's not. But I do just want to remind you that sometimes peeing before you go somewhere is the right thing to do. In fact, it's always the right thing to do. It's the adult thing to do, unlike what Mike is doing currently, which is interrupting all of us right now by peeing. Which is why, you know, it's not so cool to be a guy like him. And you know what I mean by that. I was, I was going to sit here in silence until I saw the comment. Danko holding the line admirably. Um, 
this is actually a really good time for me to uh, bring up what I brought up before, which was which is only accessible to the listener of this, who are, of course, the superior people. Uh, the watcher is fine. You know, that's, and it's great for you guys to be here live and interact with us and stuff. But really, it's the listener that has my heart um, because uh, they just... I don't know. That feels more real. It's like vinyl versus CDs, you know, those two things that people use all Just the time. Now. Fucking uh, pitch already. <laughs> Sorry. Are you back? Yeah, I'm back. Anyway, uh, patreon.com slash trincata, T-R-U-N-C-A-G-I-F-P. Oh, now it's on me. Cool. Um, Hope you guys had a good time listening to Danko. I was busy uh, uh, washing my hands for most of that, I think, because uh, we live in a time where uh, there, there's a there's a pandemic. Uh, a lot of people will tell you the pandemic is over, including uh, some people who are the president of the United States right now. Um, and it turns out that uh, the pandemic numbers are still pretty bad. We can look them up. Uh, <clears throat> COVID transmissions per day. Um. Oh, uh, only twenty five, uh, uh twenty six thousand, uh, new cases daily average. I mean, it, it's down, but it's still not good. Um. So that sucks. Still happening. Still a real thing. Um, I don't know what all Danko told you while I was gone, but uh, I've never said the N-word, uh, and uh, I resent the fact that he probably said that about me. Um, <clears throat> I hope everybody has been enjoying the stream so far. This is this is horrible. Um, we're we're gonna be moving on uh, uh conversationally to uh, Joe Manchin, uh, and the and the Democratic Party as a whole. Who are the biggest fools of April? Biggest cucks. <laughs> biggest I, just, cucks. I, I gotta say, I just gotta say, I'm a lot better at improv than you are. Yeah, well, you you went to school for because I'm white. Oh, I'm a white guy, Whoa. so I'm good at improv, Ooh, buddy. The the thing that no one likes. You see, I went to the UCB a couple times. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, I paid eight dollars to watch comedians, so now I'm good at improv. Yeah, we're uh, we're moving on to real subjects. Um, oh yeah, sorry. So, uh, jo- who's this Mankin guy? Joseph Mankin. Uh, I, I believe that's how you Joseph say it. Joseph Jenkin. <laughs> um, Mansion shoots down Biden's new billionaire tax plan. Uh, the billionaire tax plan was basically to tax unrealized capital assets, uh, which of course was never going to happen because uh, of course it wasn't going to happen. And uh, Joe Manchin is once again playing the, uh, the willing uh, 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 heel here. If we're using wrestling terms, uh, he he's the heel of the uh, sh- charade that is uh, uh, politics in, in America. Um, <clears throat> I know that it's uh it's it's unpopular to say things like the Democrats are doing this on purpose. Uh, you're you're not allowed. You're not allowed. I feel complicated about that. Yes, <laughs> sorry. Go on. Well, uh, I I feel complicated about that as well. Um, right. Uh, but but go is it okay for me to interrupt you real quick? Uh, it's not necessarily about this, but but just um. 
a lot of this language is arcane for people. When when you say unrealized capital gains, oh yeah, I was uh, gonna go in. What, what? Okay, uh, then should I do it now or should I leave you to do it? I can do it. Uh, unrealized okay, capital great. gains. Are... Oh, I mean, we can do it later. You can continue with your the point that you're making. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I was just I was just gonna say that uh, some people will tell you that it's not appropriate to say that the Democrats are doing this on purpose. Uh, that it's actually just like incompetence, which mm-hmm. maybe, but also By general philosophy. Yeah, maybe, but also there's a lot going on that kind of leads me to believe that this just isn't a general incompetence, rather than something that is uh, being more or less uh, purposely uh, perpetrated. Um, so here's the way that I like to think about it. Happy accident is. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of it, yeah. Um, what you have is you have a bunch of jocks. Not to compare these people to jocks. They're not. They're not. They're, they're Pelosi not such nearly a as cool. Jock. <laughs> uh, but you, you have a bunch of people on a football team. Right. Right. And the, uh, the coach is uh, mentally disabled. This, right. this is treading on some dangerous ground, but go on. <laughs> that that part's not entirely necessary, but it's kind of necessary in my mind. Yeah, you do it anyway, so, you know. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, but anyway, so so we have these people playing a, a game of football, and uh, when a ball gets thrown to you, whether or not you remember what the play is, you catch it. Yeah. Right. And then uh, you head in a certain direction. And if you get in trouble, you throw it to other guy, right? Sure. Like, you know the general rules. And the general rules of capitalism. rugby rather than football, but go on. I don't think you said that this is football. (laughs) Oh, what did I say it was? No, I I, I just threw that in there. I, I don't even think you said it was explicitly football. But, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Whatever. Whatever game I'm talking about doesn't really matter. Uh, but uh, <laughs> as long as there's a there's a thing, there's an interaction involved, sure. and, and and so there, you know, there, there are rules and there are ways that things function, and you have a certain idea of what success looks like. Right. Uh, and and you, of course, yourself are looking after yourself, uh, and 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 so all these things kind of come together in a specific way. Uh, and so while my general philosophy is that while people aren't dumb, I don't agree with that statement at all, uh, but they are incompetent, uh, that things come together pretty clearly and can look like a conspiracy. Um, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where passing a ball to someone else or planning for the future at all always looks like and functions like conspiracy. And of course, there's also conspiracy involved because Epstein is definitely giving all these people kids, you know, things like that. Sure. Uh, and so I, I think that it's, I would say it's 80% incompetence and 20% some weird, creepy Machiavellian shit. <clears throat> and it's never from the places you want. Like, it's not Pelosi doing it. <laughs> like, she's one of the incompetent people. Eh, 
I would I would push back on that a little bit, but, but we don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to go into that because we're gonna talk about <laughs> Joe Manchin for for the next couple yeah. of links. You know, I think Joe Manchin is is less incompetent, like more Machiavellian than than she is. Oh, well, but yeah, that's yeah, also yeah. one of the funny no, things. I, I would definitely agree with that. I, I would just disagree on the percentages amount that you gave. Is, oh, is okay, okay. I, so, so it's it's um, too pedantic for us to to really yeah. uh, care about talking about right, 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 right. So I, I won't get into that, but I, I I will say that the uh, the performance of knowing where you are can give you away as not being where you are, right? <laughs> right. If that makes any sense, right? Um, and so I I do think that Pelosi is essentially lost and uh scared and she doesn't know where her bedroom is could you please lead her back to her bedroom um she's just a scared old person uh, uh, who 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 makes it seem like she's not someone with dementia yeah right <laughs> we gotta get uh, rid of these octogenarians guys <laughs> we fucking do that's like the biggest threat to that's it's i'm not gonna yeah Go on. Old people suck. They're scary. Um, I'm scared so, of old people. So, uh, Joe Biden and another, aw shucks, uh, I guess Joe I'm Manchin. I'm sorry. What? Go ahead. Really quickly. Joe Manchin looks like a man uh, who never like... quite recovered from burns on his face. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> or, or like a chimp ripped his face off to like get yeah. back to like... You know, I, I was gonna say he looks like a cheap mannequin, but you know that that's good too, I guess. Uh, yeah, that man's face was ripped off by a chimp. Sad. Uh, sucks he turned uh, out the way he yeah. did. Yeah, uh, well that's why. <laughs> so so in another case of uh, Joe Biden uh, performing the uh, the ruse that he wants to do something good for the country. And then, oh shit! Here comes Joe Manchin to smack it down, uh, which which I uh, refuse to see as anything other than the uh, the Machiavellian sort of uh, powers uh, playing their their game. Uh, at, at least between these two, and I'll, and I'll get into why exactly that is later on. But um, this this happens way too often, and the and the ties. Uh, between the two families are too coincidental for for it to be like an right. accident um so yeah uh, i mean mansion is literally just one of the most corrupt people on earth without a doubt and that's what we're gonna like, talk like about. actually yeah yeah and, and uh everybody on capitol hill knows it and yeah. uh it's uh it's bizarre that joe biden uh you know refuses to uh to really call him out on it. When well, he saw Joe Manchin's family Bible once. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he smelled it and he 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 pressed it against his breast. Oh, yeah. Like he does with everything: women, books, cars. You know, Children. any object he sees. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh. But yeah, uh, so so anyways, uh, let, let's uh, real quickly, uh, unrealized capital gains. Um, yeah. Unrealized capital gains are where you own a stock asset. Let's say you buy that stock asset at $10 a share. 
there, there's no tax on buying stock assets, coincidentally. Uh, and then, uh, which is nuts. Yeah, which, which is already way, nuts because insane. every other you, asset you buy has a, a stock, or a, you could buy yeah. ten thousand pounds of iron, and the price of iron yeah. could go down. But you were still taxed for buying ten thousand pounds of yeah. iron. If it's even worse than that, right? If if you give six hundred bucks to your girlfriend, you, yeah. you're taxed on it, or they're taxed on it. You're both taxed in an indirect way. Uh, you have to be married to someone in order to do something like that, right? Right. Uh, and so, yeah, it's you can't even gift someone uh, money, but somehow you can pay for a stock. Right, you you can buy like a nuts. stock asset uh, without which, paying tax on it. So, you which buy, by the way, adding ahead. adding a little tax to this would stop things like catastrophic micro trading. Sure right? would. <laughs> so, so so that you you can't necessarily have a fucking evil computer that fucking crashes the entire fucking stock market and ruins everyone's uh, futures, uh, both literally and metaphorically. Uh, uh, simply because you're like, hey, how about every stock uh, exchange, not stock exchange, but every every payment for a new stock, you have a one penny tax on it. That's all you would need. That's all you would fucking need in order to at least slow some of this shit down. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, wouldn't fix on. everything, but it would slow a bunch of stuff down. Yeah, no, no, it no, would no. stop computers from ruining everything. <laughs> Instead, it would, they would just ruin most things. So an unrealized uh, capital gain is where you buy something like a hundred shares of, let's say, Walmart at ten dollars a share. Uh, mm. So you've got ten shares in Walmart, each worth ten dollars each, and um, let's say the uh, the the value of Walmart stock rises up to fifteen dollars a share. So you've made you know, uh, fifty dollars right. essentially off of those those ten shares that you have. Yeah, um, that's untaxable, and you can you can keep on holding on to that asset. And in fact, you could trade that asset for maybe an asset that's also going to rise in value. Yeah, uh, without ever paying tax on it, and so you can keep and- doing this over and over again until you you've you've got. You know, uh, when, when we're talking on the scale of what rich people trade at millions of dollars of unrealized yeah. capital gains. And, 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 and it can be so much worse, right? Because, uh, Mike, you know how supply and demand work, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty simple, right? Yeah. So, so if, there's, if there's less of something available, what happens to it? It uh, becomes in higher demand. It becomes lower lower supply, right? Oh, right. And, 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 and so, but what happens to the price? It goes up. Right. Crazy, right? Insane. And so what happens if you're a company with stocks and you do a buyback? <laughs> right. You, right. You, you increase the, the, the price of that stock. Yeah. And so, so suddenly your company is worth more. Yep. Uh, and you don't get taxed on that increase in your wealth. Right. Uh and, and that is fucking nuts. And, and like might... stock bait buybacks to begin with are insane, but like that is especially nuts. It, a really quick like shorthand for uh, unrealized capital gains uh would simply be if it is a gain on paper. Right. Yeah. 
right? Like a not a not real game. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, and, and the other thing that uh, that that's really important to know about unrealized capital gains is uh, these these things can uh, essentially be laundered in a way. Uh, yeah, where... I mean, that's all it is. This is literally all money laundering of some well, sort. Yeah, yeah, and the way that that money laundering like really most uh, explicitly presents itself is that uh, you can take out a loan against that unrealized capital gain and yep. pay basically no interest on it and the loan isn't like taxed or anything like that yeah. so, so you're essentially just playing with imaginary money on top of imaginary money that has yeah. a very real actual material effect on what you can purchase right it's, it's like it's i mean it's, it's similar sorry this is maybe a tangent but but when when people think about the difference between renting and owning a house yeah right and and the the reality of, of renting a home is that you can't borrow against it right i mean it's right. simply that you, you you pay into it every month and so uh i think the traditional way of thinking about it would be that if you're paying 500 dollars a month for an apartment if you're very lucky and you only yeah, pay 500 dollars a month paying 500 dollars a uh, month but for the someone sake in of a corner of ohio <laughs> yeah uh but 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 for simply because it works easily for yeah, math for the right sake of so, so you, you end up paying uh what like six thousand dollars a year yeah right um uh, and so uh people end up thinking oh my god i'm wasting six thousand dollars a year which is true mm -hmm. uh but but the the real crime that's involved in this is that if you own a home uh, and you had a mortgage, which you have paid off, or you're working on paying off, so you don't literally own the home, but, but you know, you're, you're, you're closer, uh, then that mortgage has essentially been secured and backed by the fact that everyone else has mortgage debt or other forms of debt, right? Um, and so other people are literally paying into the stability of your own home yeah. being maintained as, as a home, right? And, and so people are supporting you in, in that, even though you don't necessarily see the money. And that's what allows you within that market to do things like say, hey, I have a $100,000 home. Again, unrealistic number in a lot of locations, uh, but I would like to borrow against it. So I can do something like own a car or start a business or something like that. And so you aren't just losing $6,000 a year, you are instead losing out on speculative money. Right. You're losing out on the ability to start a business, to own a car, to, to do all of these other things that simply having a home, which you own, um, would, would, would cause a difference in, in. and. You know, there's so many other things that end up coming into play that, that preclude you from owning a home as well, uh, especially right now, which you're stopping like a lot of millennials and what not from buying houses uh, that it's 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 just mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. Yeah. So in terms of these capital gains and, and things like that, like. It is you're losing so much more money and you're so much more fucked than you can ever possibly imagine by not owning owning something, right? 
Right. Like uh, ownership is a real fucking thing in the world that we built. Uh, and you are exponentially, and I mean that in a literal non-hyperbolic sense, you're exponentially fucked if you're not in ownership of something like the place where you live. This is why I, uh, I argue all the time that leftists need to start looking towards trying to own land and uh, own right. property. And I say this while renting. You know? yeah. No, no, no. Uh, the, the, it, it's uh, it's an unironic belief of mine that that leftists, yeah. if if we really ever want to have any kind of power, um, yeah, ownership is fake and dumb and stupid. I agree with that, but but so is money, you know. Like we got so is money, and and right now we live in in a circumstance where you need to have money and you need to own things in order to uh, secure power. And uh, that's just the, the just bottom start, line of things. Just start, a, start a housing co-op. If yeah, you don't want to start that, a that, that, start a housing co-op. What, what I argue for all the time is, yeah. is uh, yeah. pooling your money with other people to jointly own property so that you yeah. can jointly also, uh, uh, you know, Imagine is the the worst word to use here, maybe, but capitalize on all these things that you can use in order to gain more more economic power. Uh, without economic power, you're not going to fucking do anything. Right. It's um like imagine for a housing co-op how amazing it would be if you only had to pay enough uh rent to either you know it could be a little complicated. But to pay for things like the tax on the location and to do things like improve it. Yeah. What if that's all the money you had to pay? My God. Wouldn't that be nuts? No profit motive? How would Yeah, we I'm just going to say <laughs> it's probably less than a couple grand that you may be paying right now. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, and if you did, you'd live in heaven. Like, <laughs> you'd live in the dopest house in the world. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, uh, yeah. as somebody who's who's looking into purchasing a property soon, I look at what my, uh, my like, monthly payments will end up being after I put down a decent down payment, and I'll have so much money left over for things that I could, yeah. like, improve the property with, and, uh, you know... Not not just like making it a luxurious like fucking uh thing for myself, but like uh uh the the ability to like start a, a greenhouse on it or or whatever right. so that I can produce food so that I can also then you you, you know the you, you talked about the 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 exponential like uh, uh being fucked that you're missing out on on not not owning something, um. You you can't grow food in your apartment, right? Like you can right. try, you can try your damnedest. Maybe you'll have some success, but you can't like feed a group of people off of what you grow in your apartment. You don't yeah. have the fucking space for it. You don't have the the utilities for it or anything like that. Uh, when you actually own a property, um, and again, understanding that ownership is like shitty and dumb, but it's the, the way that the world works right now. Uh, you, you can do so much more with a property and, and you can produce so much more and you can become such a greater asset to a community uh, in a yeah. way that in a way that would like empower other people to be able to not rely on the capitalistic structures that are oppressing them. Yeah, I mean, just. 
think about think about how much you uh, you've been able to probably in your own life. I imagine almost everyone has had this experience where you simply feed a friend of yours that isn't doing very well financially, be they a college student or, or you know, some, someone in more dire straits yeah. and how much that improves and changes their life. For sure. Now imagine that you actually have infrastructure to continue doing that in a genuine like real way. Uh, and like exactly how much that immediately improves everyone's lives. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I will also say in a more like practical, like immediate greedy sense that, uh, so I just moved uh, and trying to move without bringing furniture and things with you can be, can be challenging. But I've been thinking a lot about the amount that I pay in rent versus the amount that I have to pay to do things like buy a couch and a bed and, you know, uh, all these sort of things. And then uh, being able to justify huge sums of money being spent, uh, huge for me, um, by saying, oh, that's about equal to what I would spend in rent. Yeah. Uh, and then realizing afterwards, oh, no, actually, I could buy this many fucking, like, I don't know, something as like 70-inch TVs instead of paying rent every month. Like, <laughs> like that, that you could, it, it, instead of paying that amount of money and, and funneling it into nothing, um, and really it's like banks and, and all these things are really more at fault than, than the landlord is, but the landlord is definitely at fault. Uh, they're the parasite that leads into this further entropic system. Uh, but, uh, but if you didn't have all that shit going on, the amount of shit you'd be able to buy... <laughs> Like the yeah, it's it's insane. But yeah, that's all I got. True, true AF, son. Next link. You could have all the PS5s, all of them. Uh, so so the uh, the Mansion family is uh uh a group of demons, not just not just one demon. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Joe jo Manchin is is not alone in being a weirdo fucking uh demon. Um. Heather Bresch, uh, th- this is a, an article from The In- Intercept by Ryan Grimm, uh, who was a king of journalism. Um, Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Heather Bresch, Joe Manchin's daughter, played direct part in uh, EpiPen price inflation scandal. Uh, we've talked oh, yeah. about this briefly before, but I wanted to touch on it again about uh, uh, how corrupt this family is. Um, so... Heather Bresch, the former president and CEO of the drug maker Mylan, worked directly with the CEO of Pfizer to keep prices of the company's EpiPen product artificially high, according to new documents released as part of an ongoing lawsuit. Um, not only did she do this, uh, but uh, uh, Joe Manchin's wife, who happened to be uh, part of the uh, school education board, or I think like the president of like the school education board in West Virginia, um uh uh basically made it mandatory for epipens to be uh to be a, on uh school premises which, which you know is good to a certain degree like i think a school sh- school should carry epipens in case a student has like an allergic sure. reaction to something uh, but what they did is basically like one per each student 
uh regardless of like whether or not anybody had any allergies or anything like that when realistically they could probably have like five or six yeah (laughs) also also just gonna say uh generally school administration be it in the university or otherwise um unnecessary steal a lot of money not great uh so yeah Um, just keep that in mind as well so there's that um next link uh Uh, i like how you say that and then you have to do it instead of our friend john who's dead i know Um, as senator wait hold on go ahead scroll up that's not papa john (laughs) no not i'm drunk or if that's funny Um, but He looked like Bob John to me. A little bit. With, I think the the red sweater. It, it's this uh, part. It's, it's just the the yeah. jowls and the mouth. It's the it's the jowls and mouth the red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's uh, doing he's doing uh, gesticulations. He's doing the like no, 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 no. It, like I didn't that. say the n word on that call. Yeah. Uh, you no. will regret this for a thousand years, which we are regretting yeah. it now. Yeah, that was the last those last words I heard during the times of peace. Uh, so uh, again, uh, uh, the the family of the Mansions, uh, really cool people. Uh, as Senator Joe Manchin fought federal spending, his daughter helped shutter a union drug plant. Fuck yeah! Uh, with the most uh, powerful family in West Virginia, there's not an exchange of Christmas cards," said the senator's cousin. <laughs> once the Milan plant, but the Milan plant's union president. <laughs> He literally is Papa Joe. Yeah, uh, Papa Joe Manchin. Okay, sorry. There's <laughs> a comment. I didn't. I didn't just think of that in my head. Uh, but yes, that's pretty cool of him. Yeah, we so, need to shutter more union shops in general well, well, because even, they're bad, and I don't like people. I mean, I mean, and drug yeah. plants are. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, no friend of Big Pharma here. I worked for Big Pharma at one point, and uh, it was one of the most nightmarish experiment or experiences of my life. <laughs> it was also a nightmarish experiment. You yeah, just don't know also about it. Experiment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for, you have for which you I'm have still getting the extra worst appendages. Kind of AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, cancer. Still getting extra appendages lopped off for that experiment. Yeah. Um, but, you keep you keep mailing to me. You keep saying these are chicken feet. Yeah, they're delicious. It, it's actually just foreskin that keeps growing back. I I hope you know that. Oh, that rolls, dude. <laughs> you could you could uh, you could make so much money by selling your genetic code as a man who can regrow his foreskin uh, oh, infinitely yeah. to all all these weirdos. Uh, I I don't believe in the profit motive though. So, yeah. I wonder. If- if I if I didn't have my foreskin, would I pay to get it back? Probably not. You're not a weirdo. Yeah, I'd probably be funny with that. I'd probably just have a dinner, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the other part is uh, color matching. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> NativeAmericanForeskins.com <Yeah. laughs> uh, 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 so, so, you know, th- this oh. is just another uh, good headline. Uh, not, not a huge, uh, fan of, uh, of big pharma, uh, but mm. I do think unions are important. So th- this is like a, a shitty thing inside of a shitty thing, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, wor- workers' rights, uh, uh, are important. Um, no, oh, I should have moved that a little bit further. Uh, 
Mansion, uh, th this is uh, from OpenSecrets.org, uh, which tracks uh, how um, uh, politicians receive their money and, and who is funding them. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. OpenSecrets.net is, uh, is the site that I use to cheat on my wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Different Open Secrets. Uh, OpenSecrets.org uh, tracks, uh, tracks money transactions in, uh, in politics. Um, Manchin received large campaign contributions from Daughter's Company amid EpiPen scandal. Uh, so while the, the epinephrine pen uh, scandal was going on, uh, Manchin was receiving uh, huge uh, campaign contributions from them. Oh. Which I don't think uh, would have changed how he operated it at all, but you know it's a it's a nice little icing on the cake uh, to to uh, you know help help your uh, your daughter commit uh, fraud uh, while you also get paid better. Um, yeah, that's pretty dope. I like that. Uh, so yeah, we'll 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 save the 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 really shitty thing about Joe Manchin for last. Oh, but um, no. here's here's why I have trouble uh, believing that uh, this is just like an accident of things. Uh, mm -hmm. That this is just like incompetence on on the Biden administration's part. Um, it's not like this... a, a greater democratic plot uh, to to just like. Uh, uh, concentrate wealth into the hands of certain people or anything like that. Um, Biden uh, put Joe Manchin's wife, uh, who is uh, uh, Gail, Gail, uh, Gail Manchin. Uh, I was just gonna say Jill, just because I, I, I thought it was Jillian for a second, but, but yeah, it's, it's Gail. <laughs> Uh, Gail Manchin uh, uh, has been placed in charge of the uh, Appalachian uh, Appalachian Regional Commission, an economic development partnership involving the federal government and 13 states. Uh, so, so these are two families that are kind of deeply tied with each other. Uh, Gail, Gail Manchin has no, uh, like, uh, uh, what do you say, uh, professional uh, reason to be in charge of this board. Uh, she was right. a teacher, and then she was, like, part of the, the school board in West Virginia. Uh, she's not, like, an economic mastermind who should be in charge of massive economic operations or anything like that. Uh, it's it's uh, two families that are closely aligned, and I think what they want to do, um, which, which is uh, enrich themselves, and uh, I I think it would be a mistake. I think to kill kids. But... Well, how do you enrich yourself without killing some kids along oh, the way? Good point. Yeah, uh, not not necessarily the the end, but the means uh, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, yeah, the, the this. Uh, this this can't be ignored that that uh Joe Manchin is a guy that keeps constantly thwarting Joe Biden's plans yet however uh this this completely uh uh i mean i mean the 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 Appalachian Regional Commission uh uh federal chair has to be approved by Congress but Joe Biden could fire this lady any fucking time he wants and he could say to Joe Manchin Hey, you keep fucking up my plan, which I genuinely care about. I really like my plan. I want my plan to succeed. Uh, I got a good ass plan. 
yeah, I want to tax the wealth. Uh, oh, you you thwarted me again. I'm gonna fire your fucking wife. He could do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Joe Biden is no stranger to nepotism. Sorry, gotta throw that out there. Um, he he could easily fucking do this, but he decides not to because uh, I think there's a little bit of a game going on here. Yeah, I I gotta say, you know, um don't agree with uh most things that he did uh but i think the last president that we we've had that i'm like essentially comfortable calling a president just because he was able to be a motherfucker <laughs> right <laughs> uh was like clinton right yeah because because that guy fucking sucked he did like suck. he was fucking cruel he was a shitbag uh but he was a that's one of the necessary components. Like if you're going to live in the hell world that we live in and you're going to have things like presidents uh, or, or people that like operator. fuck one another over, not even shrewd, but like cruel, like actively yeah, I mean, cruel, yeah. like an evil person. Yeah. <laughs> you need to be mean and shitty and shrewd and fucked up. Uh, and, and that's something that Clinton seemed to have in spades, which we just weren't able to accept in his wife even though she definitely is like a probably a, a less competent version of that. Uh, and it's something that like Obama maybe had in some like slight ability, but he was too much of like just a failed ideologue that loved uh, uh, ethereal bisexuals. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and like Trump was just too incompetent for it. And Bush was just, again, also too incompetent for it. Uh, right. But at least like he had Cheney who was a motherfucker. Sure. Like it's and and Biden is just like not a good guy, uh, but but not the motherfucker that we need, right? Like he's not a son of a bitch. He's not even he's not even the 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 motherfucker son of a bitch that liberals wanted to be. You know, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I guess also is exactly what you said that we deserve. Um. You know the 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 things that he claims to want to uh, achieve, he puts yeah. the the minimalist amount of effort into, and then when somebody like Joe Manchin thwarts him, uh, he doesn't do anything to like crush Joe Manchin. Right, um, like LBJ again, not a great president. Did some good things. Did some fucking horrible things. Joe Manchin. Yeah, by, by exactly. Him. Literally, at least like drag his dick yeah. across the desk. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Literally, actually, cock slapped uh, by now. And, yeah, he, he just. I I love I love this image because it's something that's so impossible. But yeah. uh, just Joe Biden doing an LBJ, uh, and this isn't a thing that I've actually heard about LBJ, but it's believable where he, he walks into his office, drags his dick across the desk, uh, through his pants, of course, because he keeps them extra loose in his uh, crotch. I was so, thinking he was uh, just leaving snail trails and, across the desk, but go on. No, 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 it's through the pants. And and then he ends up saying, you smell that? <laughs> That's your wife. <laughs> and, and then he, you know, threatens to fire Yeah. Yeah. Unless you get... I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. What do we care about now? Is it healthcare? We're not going to get that. Uh, one what of is a it? couple of things. Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, the a road. Better. We're going to yeah, get a road. A, a fucking road. 
no no lead in the water um yeah we're, we're I mean, I don't really just kind of clawing i moved to the midwest because i want i want the lead i, I think oh, it's yeah. it'll keep me heavy yeah. you know like it'll keep me solid thick solid and tight you know like i just don't yeah when you, none when of that you, means anything that to me heavy, you sink deep and i want to be deep yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to get deep. I want to get deep. I still don't have insurance <laughs> and I don't want it. You know, I want to, I just wanted, uh, you know, when, when God calls you home, yeah. you go home, you know, even if that, uh, no that, matter that, how that terrible age of five or, <laughs> or, or at the age of, uh, 30 from a weird toe cancer that yeah. gets in your brain, uh, uh, or the anthrax bombing that the government ended up putting together yeah. to kill you, you know? Uh, but, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's what God wants. Uh, and you know, if, if I'm driving down the road and the earth opens up beneath me, like, uh, did Korah, uh, in the, the old Testament, mm-hmm. I deserve that too. Yeah. E- even if it's because a, uh, a fracking operation has been going on nearby. Well, obviously, I mean, it's God's work. That's why he's such a fan of the Israel God, lobby. God would have loved the, uh, the shale prophets. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So like all of this is funny is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, the New York Times. Uh, the New York Times decided to do actual journalism for a little bit. What? But they're the paper of record. Uh, this is uh, this is by Christopher Flavelle and Julie Tate. Um, the the title of the article is "How Joe Manchin Aided Coal and Earned Millions." Um, love it. And and this is uh this is essentially the uh the kind of long story of how Joe Manchin um played the system uh using uh one of the worst energy sources possible, also a bunch of like really shitty uh government manipulation, etc. Do you um, do you think we're ever gonna like look at I mean, we'll probably be dead before this. Uh, but you, you know the whole like uh, Mitchell and Webb look joke about are we the baddies? Yeah, you know, like they're both dressed up as uh, as Nazis and they say, "Are we right. the baddies?" Um, do you think we're ever going to think a similar thing when we're looking at like, oh, we have this evil sludge, or we have these bricks of black dust that cover everything? And maybe we shouldn't use these to keep ourselves alive. Do you think we're ever going to like kind of snap together our minds about that? Or do you think it's just going to be? No. Is that just how we die? <laughs> That's just how we die. <laughs> Not with a bang, but with a whimper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're never going to just look at like our gas tanks and be like, oh, this smells like it's made of death. Oh, man. Are we the baddies? <laughs> I mean, gasoline kind of smells okay sometimes. It smells so good, but it also smells good so in a way where it's like, good. that's giving me brain yeah. damage. Yeah. Um, it's like smoking a cigarette. Like, it's nice, but you're also like, ooh, God, what am I doing? I'm very fundamentally aware that you're killing yourself. Yeah, yeah. I really want cigarettes now. I've been craving them since I got to the Midwest. I think wow. that's part of it. Yeah. Midwest yeah. killed and... Uh, uh, <laughs> cancer core i guess dude cancer rules it's really cool it like grows a bunch it's like a plant got, got like, if you one want, of my favorite is if, yeah if you if you have a house plant and you don't like cancer what's wrong with you 
True. Yeah, I guess. I don't. <laughs> Just oh, so, so, so this uh the segment of the article is called mountains of gob um mm-hmm. That's uh, the community well, of like Grant Town was built around one of the largest underground coal mines in the world. But since the mine closed in 1985, ev- every other business has shuttered along with the school. Many of the buildings have been condemned. Despite its struggles, the community had something valuable to outsiders. Mountains and mountains of gob. Gob, an acronym for garbage of bitumen, is waste coal. Low quality material dug from a mine that is mixed with rock and clay, making it harder and less efficient to burn. I did not know that one. Yeah, for decades, dark gray gob piled up on the ground outside of coal mines in West Virginia, barren heaps often reaching several stories high. It's it's American oil sands. Yeah, uh, it's, it's hard, like it's worse hard sands, but worse. Uh, but in 1978, worried about the country's dependence on foreign oil, Congress passed a law to encourage alternative energy sources. That led to the opening of several gob burning plants, including Grant Town. The developers who planned the Grant Town plant created a uh, American bitumous. Uh, Bitumenous Power Partners, or AMBIT, to build the plant. AMBIT signed a long-term contract with the local utility... I ain't going to try that. Monagagawa Power to buy the electricity it produced from GOB. Uh, But before AMBIT could start construction, federal agencies raised environmental concerns. The company got help from Joe Manchin. He was pretty smooth about it. Uh, so does it say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. This this little part of the article right there. He was pretty uh, smooth about it. Um, right, right, right. I, I I thought it was following from that. Hey, hey, doesn't matter. Um, so so basically, cool. what, cool. what Manchin did is uh, he started acquiring these uh, these gob mountains uh, for a certain price, and then he would uh, he would sell these gob mountains to energy companies. But but uh, not only would he mark them up, um, but he yeah. would uh, he would also uh, sign royalties contracts essentially, where oh, of course, of course, where he would uh, not not only sell this to an energy company, but then uh, any uh, a certain amount of uh, the profits that energy company made, he would profit off of. Yeah. Uh, he also uh, used his it's like syndicating an episode of Cheers, right. <laughs> Um, and, and, uh, you know, he, he, he was also, uh, one of the authorities, uh, involved in approving these transactions. Uh, so basically he was using his power and wealth and authority to, uh, uh, basically create more wealth for himself. And that's how he was able to propel himself into the senatorial seat where he now just does more evil things to enrich himself and his family. Um, Some things are so obvious, but sucks so much they start to hurt right yeah <laughs> like I, I i i'm so like you you can tell me about three thousand children dying in yemen uh today sucks, and i'll yeah. be like that's awful Man. but you know i Don't knew like it was gonna that. happen uh but then you, you tell me that this happens and something about it just makes me just want to fucking die even though it's like yeah of course duh that's what happened but i just damn 
that sucks. <laughs> it, it does suck, and and I think the reason that it sucks even more is because it's such a, a fancy, <laughs> like deceptive thing to do. Yeah, and, and yet yeah. he's still been allowed to get away with it. Well, he's been no, to get no. away with it for decades now. Yeah, I, I think I think the thing that makes it so depressing for me is that um, I don't have any uncles that would do this because none of them were alive enough or have enough like mental capacity or health. Fair enough. Uh, but one might be able to imagine their uncle doing something like this. Right. Where it's like, I bought a mountain and I get royalties off the mountain. Isn't that right. fun? Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, I have a rich, weird uncle. Um, and, and, and so one of the things that I wanted to point out about this is, uh, the, the way that, uh, the way that he kind of got away with this. And I, I don't even think this was like a necessary step in him getting away with anything is, uh, he, he did it through companies he owned rather than, oh, of course. rather than yeah. Joe Manchin buying a, a pile of, uh, <laughs> Uh, mountain dirt and selling well, it to I mean, an energy you, you company. You have to, right? Like you need to limit right. the liability and things like that, and make so that no one's suing you, and you yeah, want to play and, tax and, and shelters. That's, and, that's the, the corporate uh, yeah. rift and why corporations course, yeah. can't yeah. be considered people because even though they are, well, but that's they're what not. I'm saying is, but is they, they are, can't but they're not. Uh, right. no, I don't. Yeah, because yeah. because it leads to shit like this. Uh, yeah. and, and and then the 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 other thing. Um, uh yeah shit i think i lost it sorry uh it's okay i i i can only uh endure like five interruptions before i lose my train of thought um, how dare you <laughs> <laughs> um shit yeah no i i, I lost anyway, it this guy say. sucks yeah this he, guy he sucks. bought a mountain and then he became an asshole that yeah. has power uh, yeah. because he he owned a mountain that that syndicated like cheers Right. Yep. And uh, yeah. now the world is bad. Oh, the thing I was gonna uh, mention is that uh, not only is this like really low quality from an energy perspective, and and how much mm. energy it actually produces oh, yeah. to burn this shit, right? Uh, but it has like a way more uh, uh, offensive effect on the climate. Oh, of course. And, and not not just the the climate as like a whole, but also the the environment around it because. Uh, this is like way higher in mercury content, which we all know right. is bad for us. Nobody has to argue about whether or not we want to eat mercury, right? Um, well, uh, yeah, so, I'm sure people, someone has some kind of take. Some some people uh, who don't have to drink mercury are probably uh, yeah. uh, ambivalent to it, but and yet they eat sushi three times a week, yeah. probably. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, Car Carly says, reminds me of your favorite movie, Deebs. Uh, w what's my favorite movie? There's only one right answer, and she better get it right. Um, uh, I mean, as your boyfriend, I'm not, I'm actually not sure. So this makes me a little uncomfortable that oh. she's going to try to guess, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Sorry, it makes but, me uncomfortable. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's one thing that always kind of blows my mind as well, uh, is that, of course, a lot of this marketing and things like that, but when, when people view things that are high efficiency yeah. and they think of that as being something that's somehow less powerful, 
Oh, of course. Of course, that's your favorite movie, you piece of shit. I already oh, yeah. knew that. Love that movie. Uh, there, there will be blood. Is the, the uh, uh, answer, by the way. Yeah, such an, it's, it's a very obvious answer. If, if you gave me the day, I'd be like, oh, oh, yes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like thinking of things that are high efficiency. And the, the reason that people say high efficiency for uh, high, uh, high, efficiency, high efficiency mechanism is like the thing that's being put into it ends up producing energy which is you know kind of like equitable to, to what's being placed into it right uh where it's like you know breaking down a hydrocarbon uh like a complex hydrocarbon like gasoline of course it's going to produce a huge amount of energy but it's also going to be ultimately really inefficient for the system because of all the shit that you need to do and all the things that end up coming out of it all the waste materials it, yeah. it's, it's mostly about the waste, waste materials to be yeah. because when we're talking about something like sunlight you get sunlight in. Sunlight is obviously essentially just energy on its own, or it is just energy on its own. You don't have, and to then you have some loss. Is a right, real benefit. Yeah, to you have some loss through heat or or, right. or or whatnot, and 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 then suddenly it's powering your house, and and somehow uh, that is like offensive to some people. Right, um, and it, that just that blows my mind as well. It's just like it, we need things to be violently inefficient in order for us to feel uh, like cool uh, masculine strong yeah. whatever the fuck you want to feel about it before it gets good it's gotta suck it's gotta suck like you, you have to be able to roll coal i guess <laughs> one of my favorite things rolling coal it's um, such a wild thing to wrap this up i got water too oh, you got water over there huh Gonna... Not even water. I, I still have a bottle of whiskey. But... Oh, nice. Um, so so we're gonna wrap things up with uh, with two. Uh, I mean, it's April Fool's Day, right? We we gotta talk about. Stop some... reminding them. I can't make any jokes. <laughs> we we had to talk about some jokers, and I myself, as someone who considers himself a modern day Joker, right? He's he's a Joker and the fool, as he yeah. as he introduced us. Um. Shakespeare I would, I would like to uh, uh, n- not very deftly pivot away from uh, from Joe Manchin. To... You didn't even have to mention it. People have forgotten. They're all drunk as well. Yeah, you can just talk about whatever the fuck you want. And they'll forget. We're, we're gonna go to the second most perpe- uh, persecuted. Uh, I'm so sorry, not perpetrated. Uh, the second most persecuted Jew uh, in history. Uh, who was Barry Weiss? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Jesus, and then her, like uh, on on a scale of uh, most persecuted uh, as Jewish I people. Was, I was thinking, uh, oh fuck, now the joke won't work because I forgot his name. Never mind. Yeah, that sucks. What's the the fucking guy that did Annie Hall? <laughs> I don't remember. You know, I yeah, I know you're talking. Look, I'll just look it up. Uh, he's done all the movies, all the Jewish movies. Oh, Woody Allen. Yeah, the the, the two most persecuted Jews uh, ever are uh, Dave Rubin and Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus was literally crucified, uh, so that sucks. Yeah, but have you seen Dave Rubin's metrics recently? And, like those and, are pretty bad. Yeah. And Barry Weiss has to disingenuously 
claim anti-Semitism uh, anytime somebody says Israel is an apartheid state. Yeah, but if if Barry Weiss were to date her, uh, I don't know, like her uh, husband's son, <laughs> that would be weird, right? Yeah, that's a Woody Allen reference right there. If I ever heard one. Fuck off. I hate you. Uh, so, so I don't even like this guy. Uh, I don't know why I'm on this stupid podcast anymore. Honestly, I'm going to quit. I'm, I can't do this. I can't keep doing this anymore. You'll, you'll I, I'm sick of it. They I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired. I'm just, I'm really exhausted by it uh, because I, I, I try to make some jokes and then Mike shoots them, shoots them down. And yeah. I, I don't. That, that's how that uh, works. Anyway, go on. Don't worry about it. Just, just keep talking. Keep because you've been talking the whole fucking episode. I haven't been able to get a single fucking word out. Yeah, I know. Just not a single fucking word. Just not a sing, not even one word. I can't do any of my monologues that I'm famous for. I can't do anything. Uh, anyway, go on. Barry Weiss or whatever the fuck you're talking about. I don't give a shit anymore. Hey, thanks so much for sharing your emotions. <laughs> 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 oh, that sucks. Ouch. Oh, God. Yeah. I know how to cut deep, son. You should, you should be the HR lady. That's really good. I am the HR lady. Oh, yeah. It's true. You are. <laughs> um, so, so, anyways, Bar- Barry Weiss wrote this, this article uh, titled Things Worth Fighting For What We Can Learn from President Zelensky. Um, Before you get into it, because this is going to be a nightmare. I just want to point out one thing about Barry Weiss, which is that I think the only reason that she's gotten to the point that she has is that you can only think anti-Semitic thoughts while saying her name. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like she has a name that just seems like a joke, yeah. right? It, it, it's like, it's like if you're, if, if yeah, you're trying to invent a Mexican stereotype. I don't know. <laughs> right. If you're trying to make a Mexican stereotype, it's like Juan Hernandez, it, except like that's not even funny. That's just like yeah. a name. Right. Uh, or like, yeah, and like an African American guy, uh, girl, and you name them, I don't know, what's a racist thing? <laughs> I can't think of anything. I'm not going to um, help you name, name a racist thing. <laughs> right. But, 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 so, so, but it would be, I can't think of anything else more offensively anti-Semitically Jewish somehow yeah. than the name Barry Weiss. Yeah, you she, know? she's not being done any favors with that name. And, the, and then she uh, no. continues to be the person well, she, she is. Well, she is being done favors is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I guess. In, is in one you, way, but, but not in the other. Yeah. You hear the name and you're like, oh, that's a Jew. And then she's just <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> and then she's just like, by the way, I love Israel. And you're like, oh, I can't say anything. Yeah, well, you know, like, I'm going to say you're, something. You're set. Okay. Uh, so uh, she does this whole article and then she, and then she wraps it up with, with I, I guess, what is an attempt at uh, poetry. Yeah, it looks like a poem. I can't read it because my glasses are fucked. But. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it. Don't worry. Um, yeah. but, but she she leads into it with... We are not yet in an actual war. I pray we never are. But that doesn't mean we aren't in an ideological one. We are and have been for a while now. And it is one that we, heirs to the Enlightenment and the American experiment, no. are losing very badly. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's got so many M dashes in this fucking like, paragraph, by the way. And this I have used M dashes like a motherfucker, but that's same. really bad. Yeah. 
uh, um, three line paragraph and she and she's got uh three like m four, dashes in it three yeah yeah, yeah. um amazing so, so, so let me uh, let me let me read this poem to you feel 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 free to to you as a listener uh to you as a viewer to close your eyes and um uh uh just just listen to this poem we are losing because we are unserious we say mm. i am a brand follow me like me zelensky says i am not iconic ukraine is iconic we ask is america ill-gotten zelensky says ukraine is mine we say word put us in danger zelensky says i will never surrender we larp on twitter and work hard to get people fired for bad halloween costumes Ukrainians line up for guns and say, I want to defend what I love. We take down statues of our founding fathers, of Lincoln, Washington, Jefferson. They say, glory to Ukraine. We say, there is no real truth, only power. They say, might does not make right. We say, anyone who disagrees with me is a Nazi, in parentheses, which, by the way, is exactly what Putin said to justify his invasion. Don't add a parenthetical to your Shut shit up. here. You're listening. Sure, sure, they sure. say we are one people united. But the world is changing fast. History is roaring back to life. And the difference <sighs> between the world of Zelensky's Ukraine and ours is only a matter of degree and time. One of the core lessons of what's happening right now in Ukraine is that fighting for noble causes matters. Indeed, it is the only thing that matters. It can mean the difference between life and death, between freedom and slavery. Everything happening in Ukraine right now is happening because human beings are willing to fight for it, to bend the arc of history. What would happen... If we could be stirred to care about causes bigger than ourselves, our comforts, our reputations, what ha what comes up when we Google ourselves? <laughs> if we are the home front of the free world, and I believe we are and must be, what are the principles that should guide us? What are the things worth fighting for? I want to suggest three of them. We won't go into that. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck is a pretty good uh eh, that's a good response. This is an April Fool's joke, right? Uh like, no, you this, can't this, was, this was written uh, uh on the 16th, I think. Uh 17th, no, sorry. No one can write this. It's or, not a no, thing yeah, you can yeah, write. Yeah, no, sorry, it was March 16th. Uh the picture that I was looking at was from February 17th. That's why I got messed up. Uh yeah, it's from March 16th. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm highlighting no. it right now this, on the screen. This, this came out five minutes ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wish, man. I, no, like, I... I <laughs> a person couldn't have written this genuinely. Well, Barry Weiss wrote it. I didn't right. say a person wrote it. Um, but like that's pretty distinctly if, bad, right? If 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 someone came to me, yeah, and said, "Danko, 
you're you're leading this wonderful poetry workshop. Yes, I would Saturdays, like to <laughs> eleven a.m. to two p.m. PST. I would like to contribute more, but I, I just don't have the means. But I'd like to give you five to twenty dollars per month at patreon.com slash trincata t-r-u-n-c-a-t-a this seems like a really thinly veiled ad but go on (laughs) and 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 said to me please how do you improve this poem i would say genuinely for the first time i would say this get rid of the whole thing and i can't help you please go away Is what I would say, which is both meaner and more polite than what you just said. Yeah, I guess <laughs> somehow. <laughs> but uh, that is, this seems like a joke. Yeah, I don't know if it's like necessarily it, supposed to be a poem, not, but but the the way it's, uh, it's written. Look yeah. at it, look at the way it's structured. I thought it was supposed to be a dialogue at first, which is why I didn't look bad no, yeah, when yeah, I first yeah. saw it. And then I, I think it's supposed to be yeah. a poem of some sort. And no, that's, it is. That's it what sucks is. so much about it. Yeah. And that's that's amazing. That's it's worse than a like a like like a chain letter. Right, yeah. It's it's amazing how bad this is. It, there, there's um, no point at which a brave US Marine walks up onto the uh the, the stage <laughs> and punches out the atheist professor. Like I'm not kidding. And again, sorry, I, I, I built myself up for this to be impossible for me to do in a serious way. But the workshop that we're doing now is uh, we're, we're going to be talking about fascism. That's one of the key components of it. And I might have us talk about this poem. Hey, I'm, I'm down for it. Like, like this seems like something that we need to have an exercise around in order to talk about poetry and fascism. It's just, yeah. this is incredible. Fascist poetry sucks. This, <laughs> yeah, like, you, you, there are two types of fascist poetry. You either have Ezra Pound or you apparently have Barry Weiss. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> mind-blowing. I mean, um, if given a uh, choice between the two, I'll take Ezra, because uh, at, yeah. at least there's some, like, eloquence there. He wrote my favorite poem. Yeah. We don't have to talk about that. We have one last thing to look at before we go, um, which I think is one of the funniest things to happen recently. Oh, God. Is it? So so there was this uh, this young gentleman uh, in the... uh, Is that the young gentleman we're looking at? That's the young gentleman. uh, Nebraska. It's an old guy with a mustache, by the way. He's a listener. This, this young gentleman in the N- Nebraska State Senate uh, who, uh, uh, who who recently discovered something uh, which has been on the internet for quite some time. Um, Is it Gozi? No. Uh, Fuck! <laughs> you, you'll find out in a second. Um, but, uh, y- you know, he, he's very concerned about uh, what's what's happening in our schools. Uh, and 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 he's speaking his truth. Uh, so let's go ahead and take a listen before, to this. Before you hit play, yeah. One thing to point out about again this young gentleman is that he is the opposite of Donald Trump in the sense that I think he might be five foot two, and his tie is longer than any tie I've ever seen in my life. It goes off screen, like it's his his tie is hiding his dick. I think. Yeah. It's amazing. 
And it's a good looking tie. Like it's very ornate. It's very sure. it's, it's curious. He's wearing a tie clip that like makes it too busy. But well, you know, I, you know. I was actually going to compliment the fact that he he you know one one of one of the rules I have whenever I uh, wear wear a suit and tie is you you have your your uh, your collared shirt right, <laughs> and the tie at least has to have part of that collared shirt color in it. Otherwise, it's just going to be an absolute contrast, or, like, be, or be an absolute contrast. Yeah. Right? It, 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 it either like has you, to. You have... can you can wear a green shirt and a purple tie for sure. Yeah, uh, but but he's uh, he's adhering to the uh, carry on part of the color into the tie thing, which which I appreciate. But, it well, shows some but, effort. But what it, it looks like on effort. him, it shows some effort, but it also just looks like he 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 drizzled ketchup all over himself. Like, yeah, I mean these these are bad colors to pair together. Um <laughs> to to be fair. Uh but but anyways, uh this is a, a Nebraska state senator yeah. uh, Bruce. I agree Boston with Max, man. by the way. It is a normal length, but this man is three feet tall. For sure. He's very small. Um uh Nebraska State Senator Bruce Bostelman from Nebraska. Uh, I already said he's Nebraska State Senator. Whatever. Uh anyways, he's got something we really need to hear about. And I'm a little shocked, I guess is what I would put it. It's called something called furries. If you don't know what furries are, it's where school children dress up as animals, cats or dogs, during the school day. They meow and they bark, and they interact with their school, with the teachers in that in this fashion. And now schools are wanting to put litter boxes in the schools for these children to use. How is this sanitary? I'm going to have a discussion with CEO Smith about this. This is something I think, how can schools allow this to happen? I think it's very disruptive within the school system. I think it's very disruptive within the classes. I even heard from one person here recently said that a, that a, that a student identified as a cat and wanted a litter box. And the school didn't provide the litter box, so the student went ahead and defecated on the floor. Really? Really? School administrators, what is going on? Nebraska Department of Education, what is going on? State Board of Education, what is going on? If some kids can't wear American flag to walk through the school on the... <laughs> and you keep them out of school? And you kick them out of school, but it's okay if, if they wear a cat costume? And that's fine, and you have a litter box for them? And that's fine? Um, Dude, 4chan decides all of American politics. I, yeah. It really does. Degree, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if that was hard and, to hear, and, and I'm these, sorry. these kids with their litter boxes uh, yeah. are just shitting and furring all the time. <laughs> And and uh, a, a kid walks in with an American flag T-shirt, gets kicked out. Yeah. Uh, uh, citations okay. needed, uh, of course. So, right. So so to, all I heard because it was extremely quiet for me uh, was uh, was do you motherfuckers know what furries are? Yeah, furries are children in school who dress like cats and dogs. Sometimes they bark. It's very disruptive. 
Right. A child asked for a litter box and kept shitting and farting and cutting all over the place. And now we're not allowed to wear American flag pins. Isn't yeah. that nuts? What's up with that? So did I pretty much get it? Yeah, you pretty much got everything that was that important rules. out of that. Um, That's very cool. That's very cool. This guy is very concerned that uh, that children are being furries in school. Uh, I mean, I'm concerned about it too. Yeah, no, uh, I, I don't, I don't like furries uh, <sighs> any more than the next guy, but um, th- this isn't a real problem. Uh, kids <laughs> shitting on the floor probably has nothing to do with litter boxes. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Uh, I mean, so the, if the whole you thing were a is kid, just like, well, go ahead. If you were a kid and someone decided to give in to your dumbass kid whims, which are hilarious, yeah. Uh, and gave you a litter box and then took the litter box away. If you don't shit on the floor at that point, you're not taking the opportunities yeah. that are, that God has given to you. You know, you, you and the adult figure established some rules. And one of the rules is I'm a kitty yeah. cat. Meow, meow. Right. And in and, 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 and that fact, it, 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 yeah, in, in fact, if they give you a litter box, you can't not shit in it. Right. Like exactly. Like, if, if 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 you if you're trying to troll your girlfriend, <laughs> and and you decide that you're a kitty I, cat for I the would day, never. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, and you decide for the day that you're a kitty cat. Yeah. Um, and I. Uh, I, as a, a as a man who has disturbing longevity to his jokes, certainly uh-huh. feels this way. Yeah. Uh, but if if she comes home one day and decides to challenge your dumbass with a litter box, you can't not poop in it. No. Right. And you're a grown adult. You you're got, a grown man, I'm, I'm, and you're going to shit in that litter box. <laughs> you need to will. shit in that litter box. <laughs> and, and, and so if you're a child who's even more stubborn and, like, weird and, like, in, not enculturated. Less to lose, more to prove. Right, exactly. Like, you need to shit in that litter box. It's yeah. necessary. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. It, 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 yeah. You also, none poop. of this is real. So, so that yeah, that's that's one of the major problems here. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I figured yeah. we'd lead in on a fun note after the Barry Weiss uh, disaster. You know, just just a little. Oh, uh, fuck! Now I remembered it. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, cool. Yeah, well, this uh, is uh, the end of the links, the end of the show, essentially. Right, and, and, and so the, the, there was one last thing that I actually wanted to talk about here. Go ahead. Uh, which is just that, so um, I've moved, as we've established a couple times during this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but with the move has come a time change. Sure. Uh, and the time change is, you know, two hours and... So, you know, generally speaking, I'm starting this podcast uh, around, you know, 9.30 p.m. my time. It's ending after midnight as we're, as we're doing now. Uh, and, you know, I, I work and I have neighbors and, and all these things. Uh, and, and so uh, for the time being, uh, 
and this isn't something that I, I want to do. And this isn't, this is something I, I've tried to avoid uh, for a long time. Uh, but I'm going to have to step down as co-host from the Ben's Over Gap Dungeon. Uh, and I, I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. I'm, I'm um, really glad that you're breaking this to me uh, uh, while while we're podcasting. We, we didn't pre-discuss this or anything. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've given you the warnings necessary, uh, and you've just chosen to ignore them. You, you had some non-verbal um, cues, I think, which which included grunting and, and screaming at some point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've got, like, an eye twitch and stuff, but, yeah. like, it, it, ignoring all the, like, the, the funny stuff, like, seriously, I, I, I can't. Like I'll probably come on as a guest occasionally, uh, but really this is just going to be Mike. Uh, I've also talked to John, uh, and the reason John wasn't present today, he said it was a work thing, um, and I've joked a few times about the fact that he, he quit. But no, but Mike, if you can stop making jokes um, right now. This is serious. Um, but but uh, yeah, John and I have decided that also due to some work conditions, uh, we won't be able to do this anymore. Um, mostly it's the shape of your cock. Have I been an unkind podcast host? Yes. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Um, that kind of, that kind of shoots down any arguments I was going to make, but, um. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Really hard to give bus when you're just quitting. Yeah, I mean, good luck figuring out a scam, you piece of shit. Oh, I, I got, I got backups. <laughs> you, got, you got backups. Yeah, I, you got, I, you I, got uh, more white guys with beards who want to do a podcast. Good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, not, not only white guys with beards that want to do podcasts, but bald yeah, glasses guys too. with beards that want to do podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this is the last episode of Mental Rehab Dungeon. Uh, and uh, uh, no, it is not. We we love you. Take my medicine. Take my stew. Share with your the most loathed enemies. I will. Night. I will host this shit alone, crying and sobbing before the the Benzo Rehab Dungeon ends. And you will. And I will. You will. Yeah. And I'll call in. You'll you'll have callers at that point. You'll be so desperate. You'll be like, you, oh god, please someone this, fill this space. Huh? You still doing this, mm-hmm. cut boy? <laughs> oh, it'll just be the sound of heavy breathing and yeah. like <laughs> I can hear you breathing caller see what you see what you mean i know, I know who you are <laughs> uh cool well um on that note the benzo rehab dungeon is and always will be a free broadcast despite how many hosts or non-hosts we have <laughs> If you would like to support this, please go to patreon.com slash Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Contribute whatever you would like. It will not get you anything special or anything not special. Uh, you're, you're going to get uh, the same quality uh, no matter what. Uh, if enough people are backing this, uh, I might improve the podcast somewhat uh, in, in terms of like uh, equipment that I'm able to buy with... Uh, with the uh, the ill-gotten gains of your donations, um, I in fact uh, not that I'm part of this any further, but I'm about yeah. to buy a bunch of uh, audio equipment so that I don't sound like shit. Uh, and you know what? I'm not going to use any of that money. Fuck you! I refuse to take your money. Damn. Well, you you shouldn't Stupid take listener. any of the money for the project you're not working on anymore. 
Uh, well, yeah, like I said, I quit. Yeah, I'm sorry. you did quit. Yeah. Sure. So actually, silence would be the appropriate thing from you right oh, now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As always, uh, we love you. Please take your medicine. Notable silence. Please take mine too, says a disembodied voice somewhere. <laughs> and now he's gone. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, so good. Love you. Bye. Mm -hmm.